Drop. You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Hello. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestleboy, a Thank podcast you. before friends, made better friends, through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. What? Oh, That's not what Matt sounds like. No, Matt sounds like this. <laughs> Hi, Matt. <laughs> I'm Matt. Prove it. Zach's gone today. <laughs> I'm Matt. Prove it. M train toot toot. M train toot toot. Ah! <laughs> How do you how do you feel about Baron Corbin? Brick in the ring. Okay, that's good. Okay, it's Matt. It's the real Matt. Ooh, wonder- <laughs> just kidding. That was a Matt mask that was- I just tore off. <laughs> oh, it was Mission it was Impossible mask. Actually, it's Zach. actually Zach. Is Matt gonna have the entrance at WrestleMania with all the other mats? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. And one nineteen uh, twenties gangster CM Punk. Nice, <laughs> sick. Um, you're listening to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on the network, like uh, Dealing With It and Roasted Games and the Eavesdrop Podcast. Not per- personal time off, because permanent it's, time it's, off. Yeah, because it seems like it. Because Koji's not recording anymore, because he said it's too difficult to get people to talk about work. Um, Just need to go to work and do it? Because like, no matter what, in the break room, people... Are just talking about work. True. Yeah. True. Um. Yeah. Uh. Buy a shirt from us. Go to bit.ly/slash/merchboys or uh, bit.ly/slash/derek's-trunk and buy a shirt that is from my trunk. Follow us on Wrestleboys Cast on Twitter. Uh, Genuine Wrestleboys on Instagram. Leave a review on your a- I- iOS device. Bit.ly/slash/reviewboys, or just like any other device, but just yeah. you can't use that link. But let us know so we can read it, even if it's bad. I want to read it. Don't leave us a bad review, or I will find you. I mean, you can leave us a bad review. Just leave us a good rating. Yeah, I will still find you. <laughs> um, don't listen to Los. What is it? Los, Los Ringo Bernables. Ringo Bernables. They're fucking enemies. Fuck them. Hey, it's a shitty ass podcast. Knox Gods. Hanson Soda Can. Is he part of it? I don't know. I know Bryson is. I know Bryson. Uh, I was just looking up some Twitter names today. But I think that might be. I mean, we could probably find I out. I don't know. But yeah, fuck them. Don't listen to that podcast. They're our enemies now. We're starting a war. The podcast wrestling wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, 99% invisible coming for you. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? Watch out. Reply all. It's a good podcast. I like it. Um, let's just get started. Let's bust in. Let's do it to it, Lars. Let's talk about SmackDown in- Incorporated. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. So SmackDown LLC. It's weird without Matt here. I feel weird. Why do you feel so weird? I don't know. He's comforting to me. I mean, we we can comfort you. They're there. Oh, thank you. I feel better there, now. I'll put the mask back on. <laughs> Pretty good in the ring. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't like that sound. Well, <coughs> it's the mask sound. Uh, so we had the draft this week. 
um, the SmackDown and Raw, they drafted. Oh, I thought you were talking about the XFL draft, because that also that, happened oh, this week. Carradell Jones yeah. goes to the XFL. Vince is real big on drafts this week. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, might as well just like stay there. Like, there's one draft week. That's it. <laughs> I get it. That makes sense <laughs> to me. Businessman right there. I mean, he is a businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, An insane person. But a businessman nonetheless. I mean, it felt like he had multiple things going on this week with the lack of attention to detail going on <laughs> with the uh, WWE draft. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, they uh, announced who was getting drafted where ahead of time when they released that thing. They released a list of people who could be drafted, and turns out that's the draft order. <laughs> There, whoever was doing that on dot com got fired. Mm, they this did not probably. alphabetize the list. Yeah, you just throw it in Excel, sort alphabetically. That's easy. Their computers well, probably don't run Excel for some reason. Vince <laughs> hates it. They don't use Excel. We use not, we use pages. Yeah, not even Google Sheets. <laughs> we only use Notepad. I hate the small squares. Why isn't it big square like my squared circle? You can make it as big as you want. We just use Notepad. Yeah, that's the only one I can find under Start. It's right by Paint. Why make all the graphics designers? Everything's written in Paint. (laughs) Actual Paint. We use typewriters. I like the sound of. Oh, I bet Vince has like a Palm Pilot. (laughs) Absolutely, he does. That's like the last technology. Sony Ericsson. I just like a Palm. That'd be fucking cool. It's just like. Why isn't my cell phone working, um, Vince? That is, shut up. I hope he still has a pager. Fuck! If anybody does, it's oh, him. he absolutely does. And he keeps he keeps payphones in business. Yeah, them and drug dealers. Yeah, actually, no, he probably doesn't have a pager because he only makes outgoing call. Like he only calls the people that he wants to call at the exact moment he wants to call them. Like. Bruce Pitchard has so many stories on the podcast of getting calls at 3 a.m. And, like, you <laughs> answer those calls. You do not ignore Vince's call no matter what time it is. Like, and it's, it'd be about, like, nothing. I just, I want to get a Vince call at 3 in the morning. That's not done working out. And uh, I think we really just need to push Shorty Gable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we're renaming him Shorty Gable. Isn't that good shit? so yeah i saw that was that is that part of his gimmick he's short he's just that he's he's short he's not like i'm shorty what up no it's just like that people kept calling him short and he's like you know what i'm gonna own that okay and then in kayfabe therefore went to the people who designed his titantron and said change it change change it for me put shorty on there (laughs) And then they obliged. Mm-hmm. All right. Because they're professionals. Yes. I watched SmackDown live, live. Oh. Um, I actually did, too. Like, I went over to my parents' house to watch it because I, lo- I love the idea of a draft. Might not put that much effort into the next one after <laughs> this, but. Yeah. I, like, I was at my friend's house and I was like, hey, I want to watch, like, 10 minutes of this. I just want to see, like, the structure and how they do it. And we ended up watching the whole thing. The, um, the idea was there. And it's better than previous drafts where, like, they would just have, like, the thing go bleep, boop, 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 boop. And then just, like, an image of, like, oh, John Cena's going to SmackDown. And then John Cena's coming back to Raw because that happened once. Mm. The whole, like, the backstage parts were so weird. Like, the Fox and USA rooms were so different. Um, it, The Fox room is my favorite thing to ever <laughs> happen in wrestling. 
bar none, because I've made jokes about Cletus the football robot needing to be part of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And there he, he was. He was there and like celebrating. They, like they've on football stuff, like they've shown him mixed with real people before, but I've never seen him interact with people yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way that was supposed to be real. Like he started high fiving people in that room. And that room is real in kayfabe, so he's real. He's a real person. Yes. And I can't wait for him to have a title run. (laughs) At least a 24-7. I mean, Rob Stone did, so. Mm, You think? No, WWE. He's beating Lesnar. They should bring bring RoboCop back. Um, I mean, he's going to be at StarCast. RoboCop? RoboCop. Oh, my God. There's going to be... Like Surfer Sting, like Sting is making an appearance as Surfer Sting there, and Robocop is going to be there. Sick. I hope the Shockmaster also shows up. Oh man, that'd be so good. All the all the best. So, um, um, do we have a list of who was drafted on night one? Uh, no. Can we pull that list up? Sure. So the night started off as he's pulling that up with Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, and they actually had a decent match mm-hmm. because, like, they just I- were like. We're going for it. It's like at first, like, hey, we're friends, and we're going to do the friends match. Yeah, it was a wrestling match until, like, then they, it turned into a fight, and that was pretty sick. I was like, you're being a jerk, Roman. Let me win. <laughs> like, no, dog. Um, yeah, I actually enjoyed that match. Hmm, like, it was very good. Um, the ring. And I was watching it with a casual fan, my friend Maria. Casual. And she was like, that match impressed her. She was like, they're just so... They just have so much chemistry. They're just so. They're just. They took chemistry like a, and biology. Like they're just so English. oily. <laughs> they are very oily. But I mean, they are very good against each they, other. They have tons of chemistry. Like, and I mean, Roman is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, he isn't like incredible, but he's he's become very very good at that WWE main event style match. Like. It's the big old fucking cane strike. Mm-hmm. Can do the flying clothesline pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's that big dive. You can do a spear, jerk off hand punch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Roman won. And big so Rome. SmackDown got the first draft. Actually, no. Seth won because The Fiend took him to hell. The oh, Fiend yeah. attacked Seth, which is therefore a DQ win for Seth. Oh, okay, okay. So um, Raw got the first pick? Raw got the first okay. pick, which it has to because it gets three and SmackDown gets two. It's yeah. the only way for it to work. Um, I actually kind of like The Fiend coming from the bottom of the ring. It reminded me very much of Undertaker because he's, he's done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, he dragged Kane to hell once. Dragged Kane to hell once. And also Diesel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The lead up to WrestleMania 12. Also. Because that's the match that Bret Hart... And it was Bret Hart versus Diesel. Here's just some history. And that's when they were trying to discuss the match backstage and Bret Hart didn't want to take his finish. <laughs> and Taker just was sitting there listening to him argue about it. He's like, Bret, not, not everything has to run around you, God damn it!" And just got pissed <laughs> at him because Bret didn't want to take his finish. He's oh like, no, God. I think I should just like, you know, beat you. And then he comes and gets you. <laughs> um, I, It is good ring awareness of Roman and Seth of not falling into that hole. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, you have to like... Anytime they do that, you have to not use a fourth of the ring. Yeah. Because there aren't boards there. Yeah. so Someone got really fucked up. Oh, It was, was the it? British Bulldog yeah. because of the ultimate war. They had a trap door mm. and landed on the side of it and fucked up his back royally. Uh. And that's actually what started his painkiller addiction. That ended up killing him. Oh. Yep. Wow. 
Um, but yeah, so SmackDown, do you want me to just go through the draft? Just go through the fucking draft. Yeah, okay. So first pick was Seth Rollins on Raw. Nope. nope. That, was the, that was the night before. You are I looking know. at Raw's draft. This is, this is in a dumb order. First pick was this is, first pick was the better of the couple, Becky Lynch. The man, Becky Lynch. Mm. Which Straight I fire. should be in kayfabe and out of kayfabe should be the number one pick. So that was sick. Like, to me, like the champions, like because they're champions of a brand, shouldn't even be in the draft. They, they shouldn't be, especially because championships are actually branded to shows now. Like obviously they're gonna stay. Like the only things that are gonna switch are mid card titles potentially. Which they didn't this time, um, but ha- like U.S. and Intercontinental have switched in the past. But they literally have the name of the show on them. So yeah, it's like the SmackDown like women's title, the Raw women's title. Yeah, it's not like when like Batista and Cena switched both heavyweight or like both being like champ- world heavyweight and WWE champion. Like those weren't branded to a show; they could switch. Yeah, you can't. You just can't do it anymore. Yeah, or like when they have like this like the world tag team and the like the the WWE. Yeah. Can't do that these days. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I found the right one. Here it is. Okay, so uh, Roman Reigns is number two for SmackDown. Big Rom. The big D. The 2K cover people, one and two. Makes sense. Yep. Big Um, D. The OC was Raw's next pick. Good value pick. Yeah. We're trying to apply any logic to it. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get get two jobbers and a good wrestler in kayfabe. I don't know why you got to talk crap about AJ and Gallows like that. Because Carl Anderson's a good wrestler. I know, right? Uh, fourth pick, Bray Wyatt. This was like the only thing that actually surprised me the whole time. Like, like legitimately, like surprised me quite a bit. That sending the Fiend. I figured that the Fiend would go to Raw because it's like the more sports entertainment oriented show. Mm. Well, but Fox legitimately wanted him. But then they didn't want a certain aspect and they got rid of it. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about real quick. Um, Do we have to? <laughs> so Seth burned down Bray uh, Wyatt's house. He burned it down. Yeah. Um, he made sure to say it. So arson is a babyface move canon. Yeah, it is. I mean, it has been since Randy Orton burned down the Wyatt compound. Yeah, but it's happened twice now. So it's like, it's yeah. solidified. You can burn stuff down. <laughs> no, you can only burn Bray stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Bray Wyatt has had his second like house burned down. See, and but Bray Wyatt is a good guy. The Fiend is a bad guy. Um, that's a lot of credit to give WWE <laughs> to understand that. Um, but I, apparently this was either speculation or rumors, but they did that because Fox wants rumor and innuendo state Fox wants the fiend, but doesn't want Firefly Funhouse. It's Buck, wa- which is like, the thing that got it over. And also Fox not wanting Firefly Funhouse. Like I understand sports and Fox networks are different, but like, they already it, have Bill. O- they had Bill O'Reilly. That's a fucking also, fiend right there. If it, it fit, like Firefly Funhouse could cross over with things like the fucking Simpsons or Bob's Burgers. Like legitimately, it could belong in that uni- like those universes, and like cross over in ways that like om- nothing else in WWE can. Well, and I don't think the fiend works well, except for me because I was on an episode of The Simpsons. I don't think the fiend works without it. I really don't. No, because. That's how they build the storylines. That's what they use to do a lot of stuff. That's how they use to keep the fiend special. And now um, he's just gonna come up and give someone the claw. They're like, "Oh, he's gonna find him next." We don't know what's gonna happen. It's just That's true. Not looking very positive. 
But I can see why they didn't want it because when it showed up on like that debut episode of SmackDown on Fox, it seems a little hokey for that audience they're going for. Because then you have like legit MMA fighter, legit boxer, like you have all these things mm. going but on. But you still have then horror movie monster in that same universe that doesn't really fit in the same way it, either. It, it doesn't. And that is that where you go and kind of change it to like, he's not like this magical being. He's just like a fucking crazy person. He's gonna, Who knows? He's going to get gloves like The Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, it's really like, in a weird way, it reminds me of like when Bret Hart would feud with Doink. Like, those two don't feel like the <laughs> same product, even though Matt Bourne was like an incredible wrestler. Hell of a wrestler. Hell of a wrestler. Just the characters don't feel like they're in the same universe. Yeah. I loved what he did in ECW as Doink, as Born Again, um, where he was like, um, like this weird fucking mix of like he doesn't know if he's a clown or a person, mm. like half paint and shit. And like that shit was good. And that was the original idea for doing was shit like, like that. Like this evil clown that he's just an asshole and like he's supposed to be there for the kids. And like they're kind of taking the fact like, oh yeah, we're cartoony, but this guy's kind of a dick and he's like creepy. I mean, very similar to Bray Wyatt in reality. Like <laughs> it really right now. Is. I've never, yeah. I would never have thought of that before <laughs> just now. But, but yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, the last pick for Raw in that round was Drew McIntyre. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it because he's been gone. He's been out recently, but still like establishes and reminds people like he's belongs at that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, round two. That oh. guy, how that guy hasn't been a world champion already is weird. Yeah. Uh, round two, Randy Orton on Raw. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Like he's been on SmackDown since the 2016 split, so. Oh, time. Um, Who gives a shit? <laughs> Sasha Banks on SmackDown. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, Ricky O'Shea on Raw. Also like it because that's where Heyman is. Mm. Braun on SmackDown. This one seems weird. Um, they Braun's really good at crossover. He's gr- mm. he's better at crossover than anything he's ever done in WWE. And so, like, they can put him like in like. With the sports people, and then he's massive, so it'd be like, mm-hmm. be like, oh man, he's so big. Also, with like news, what I'm sure we'll get to after recapping and stuff. I think Pritchard will use him really well. Like, I think that like Pritchard's like old school mentality. We'll see. Like, I have this monster. Like, and I I would love to see him run heel, but like, not just like as like the weird heel he was before. Like, mm. give him a good fucking like heel run, like where he like murders Ray or something. I mean, that's like, or just murders him, somebody. Him doing that to Roman is what got him over. Like he should have been world champion right then. So then he, dressed up he like was an so elf. fucking white hot. Mm. Uh, Bobby Lashley on raw. They had to, gotta, yeah. gotta keep cucks, you know, all together. Uh, cucks stand together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, round three, Alexa bliss on raw. This is so stupid. This, yeah. This, oh, yeah. So they, they this is like, where they noticed that they fucked up the draft for one and had released the order. And not just that. It's like, that's where they noticed, like, they really fucked up a lot because they're like, teams can be drafted together or apart. So they, they take, right now, like, Raw, USA, it takes Alexa Bliss by herself. Mm. And then, like, wasn't like just like the same, ne- like, same, same round, round or next round, maybe. They, they take took- Nikki Cross. It's like, just take them both and then you get another pick. Yeah. And, like, also just, like, if they were going to, like, tease, like, oh, maybe we're separating them or not, or just, but then still keep them together, have Nikki go way later. She can't just go, like, immediately after. Yeah, just really, it's really stupid and bad, just bad quality control. Mm. That's what they need. They, like, somebody besides Vince to, like, 
read everything like this doesn't make sense like a logic coordinator mm -hmm. making up a job and title also you know stuff we'll get into more later now we found out that that team has been traded to smackdown so raw wasted two picks and then traded them away like who's running this show al davis <laughs> <laughs> nice future considerations so who's the future considerations you know, like it's going to be something like Jamarcus Russell. Some, yep, yep. God, that'd be sick. Jamarcus <laughs> Russell just came back to wrestling for some reason. That'd be fucking cool. Just shows up, like just drinking lean. Yeah, but like, oh god, it's just, it's so stupid. Like you know that it's going to be something totally like that doesn't matter at all, and then there will be a good storyline time for someone to switch shows that they could use that like reason for that, it like, and they'll forget about it and they won't mention it like you that, just like, know that'll happen like they have like an out like where they can like do something almost kind of dumb and be like you know what? we have a fucking we have a safety valve over mm -hmm. here and then they'll be like what? what are you talking about like they could use this in like some like if they want to push the four horsewomen match thing eventually like they could use it for that and they won't they absolutely won't use it for anything worth it Worth it, so we go to three different restaurants at three different price points and mm -hmm. see which one is worth it. Yes, mm -hmm. nice. I like that that YouTube show. All right, uh, uh, what was next? There yeah. we go. I finally found the. It's really hard to find just the right list. Um, Lacey Evans on SmackDown. Ugh, Who cares? I, this was disappointing to me because I just don't want anyone I don't want to watch on SmackDown because I want to watch SmackDown. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens on Raw. Oh yeah. Uh, the revival on SmackDown. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Natalia on Raw. Okay, that's a that is a weird thing I saw. I found myself having reactions, but it was more like, "Oh, I'm glad they got picked." It's like, wait, they're all gonna get picked, but they didn't. But um, it was just it was weird that I cared, but I didn't care. I don't know why I was cheering. I like that certain people got picked at certain spots, like Ricochet going in round two. To me, it's like, okay, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, they're trying to make him feel like a big deal. Yeah, so he gets drafted. They're like, oh, he's a young gun that's gonna fucking like make a big big splash. Yeah, he's like I mean, when WWE's Finn, resident superhero, yeah. like when Finn got picked like fifth overall back in 2016, coming up from NXT, like that was like a huge deal. Like and you then, immediately knew what they were gonna do with him, and then they did it. Mm -hmm. And then they that's did it. one of the fucking times where like. They had a plan and they just fucking did it and it was working, but then he mm -hmm. got injured. It, it, was, it, yeah, like, and now that's part, big part of why they probably haven't done it as much since. Like, Vince got gun shy the one time he listened to Hunter and did the thing that he should do with an NXT person immediately. Because he probably saw that entrance too and was like, oh, this guy's fucking money. Mm -hmm. Like, I am printing dollar bills out right now. Yeah, I mean, it's legal for me to do so. Finn was already like a huge, one of the top merch sellers when he had like two shirts in NXT. Like him and Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, round four. Uh, the Viking Raiders on Raw. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Lucia House Party on SmackDown. Just three guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a value pick. Uh, Nikki Cross on Raw. So stupid. So fucking stupid. So stupid. Not because of her. Because of just draft them together. Draft them. Yeah. yeah. Um, heavy Machinery on SmackDown. I love that they had him celebrating for heavy machinery mm. on Fox. We're like, yeah, we got dude, him. Dude, Cletus <laughs> is going to be tight with those dudes. Otis and Cletus? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Baby. Baby. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, and the last pick of the night, Street Profits on Raw. 
I like that they're actually going up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we go on to Raw, let's talk about uh, the moment of the week um, where Bailey did what Hold I Hold on. Wa- before, before we get into that, I'm really, I'm really mad about this. They had Kofi Kingston going out there just throwing pancakes and being happy. Just yeah. normal, normal Kofi. Come on, the dude just like lost the fucking strap. And not in, not even just that, just like not addressing it really either. Like it'd be one thing if he was like, you know what, like positivity, got positivity. Me here. Like he could literally say, "It's a new day." Like it's their gimmick. Yeah. Like and like just say it. Like it's like they just kind of. It's like it never happened. Yeah, they just kind of pushed the reset button, and now. Kofi's pancake boy. Yeah, like if whoever he gets into a feud with next brings that up and he then delivers that promo, I'll forgive it a, a tiny bit, but still just have just do it. Like mm-hmm. God. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. It was dumb. I didn't even notice, so that's how dumb it was. <laughs> um Bailey. I've been wanting this is how I wanted her to turn heel. She comes out. All dark, bad makeup. She needs to make a good, better makeup artist. But um, um it, she was trying to not spoil the turn surprise. I think. Okay. I think we'll. I mean, she might end up still being the same thing. But yeah, like, yeah. I think that's at least the my theory for it. Like, it, she might switch up her look a little bit. Yeah, but. ponytail's dead. She's all full AEW colors. And once she won the title again, it literally said AEW right down the middle of her. <laughs> Because B A Y then L E Y. So, like A E, and then the women's championship was the W. So, that's, that's funny. They fucking and did weird. It. <laughs> um, but she stabbed the tube men. Yeah. I love that she did that because it's I, so wacky. Yeah. It's like, it's the best way for her to turn heel is like, no, fuck these guys. They're mm-hmm. dead. And then she said, Something, something, bitches. She said, "Hey, hey, hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. What? Screw all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell I yeah. I wish she had said, hey, you ain't shit.' But I know that Fox wouldn't have been down. Yeah, so. it's not AEW. They don't get one shit a week. <laughs> that really seems like what it is. You get one shit a week <laughs> and a few dams, and you can say bastard as much as you want. Mm. I love that um, Chuck was just like, "Hey, Cody, can I say shit?" <laughs> Cody just was like, "No." <laughs> um but yeah so i loved it um i hope bailey it was really good and it was a good match also her bailey to belly looked good in this match mm-hmm. she put a little extra stink on it i hate that i oh, hate bad, that move it's a bad move ken shamrock did it way better mm-hmm. well biggie does it way better mm-hmm. i loved ken shamrocks also because he was just a crazy person on a lot of steroids mm-hmm. <laughs> like i th- there are ways that i i've thought about this like that you could make it basically the same move but like have it actually work as a finisher she'd have to like she has to give it a reason for it to be more impactful than a normal belly to belly so like just like have it be super high angle and basically like a driver or something like that or like do like like a spin with it mm -hmm. anything or like when they like when they take the bumps those person essentially taking it like have them like jump up and like spin out a bit yeah i mean with the way this mat i mean we can just get into it she beat charlotte for you know the women's championship and like the way they booked this match, Charlotte kicked out of both the be- the Bailey to Belly and the elbow drop. So I'm wondering if she gets a new heel finisher. I hope it could be a submission because mm. she didn't need a finisher to win the match. She just like won with a roll up. But that's an easy 
logical way for them to introduce a new finisher, which means they won't. Or like but. a fucking strike. Like have her do the fucking uh, hidden blade that Osprey does. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> fucking murder people. Her finisher should be just poking someone in the eye until they tap out. I'm sure that's against the rules. It is. But that'd mm-hmm. be a good finisher. I would tap out very quickly. But then, like, it would be a disqualification. True. We ruled a no contest at least. Well, then in a no DQ match, I guess those don't matter. This is an AEW that only does those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> All right. Ra. Um, Seth Rollins was the first pick. Makes sense. Ooh, and they did Becky versus Charlotte to start it off. Mm, yeah. Supposed to be Becky versus Sasha, but Sasha's hurt again. <laughs> oh. Broke her butt, her tailbone. Anya did that. A while ago, that's uh, not fun. Especially like when like your profession is you fall to the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this list doesn't have uh where they drafted to. So it'll or be... was this all raw? No, no. It'll be oh, raw. Like SmackDown raw. Okay. SmackDown raw. Charlotte Flair. SmackDown. What? Now no. this list is bad. <sighs> we have another bad list, Derek. What's well, with you on the bad list? It was Brock Lesnar was second to SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, this is just in a stupid order. Okay. Uh, that digital person from WWE got onto that list and remembered to <laughs> randomize it. I hope he just like moved one. Like this will throw everybody off the track. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Brock Lesnar, SmackDown, first pick. Uh, it'd be dumb if it wasn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's your it's the fucking champion. It'd be like more more sports talk when the Vikings just let their time run out in the NFL draft and people just started drafting ahead of them until they got their pick in. Like three teams got in before they did. That's stupid. Yep. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Flair, pick two for Raw. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, the New Day, uh, next pick for SmackDown. I, I like that pick, and also those guys have a lot of crossover appeal, especially for like kids and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. If Fox still had like Saturday morning cartoons. Do they not? Not, I mean, not. it's not Spider-Man. Spooderman? It's not Spooderman. Yeah, so, mm. yeah, but because WWE's resident superhero is Ricochet. That's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I mentioned this earlier, but I would actually fucking love to see the New Day on Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. I think they would fit in really oh, well. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be very good. That'd be really good. And I'd love to see Kevin Owens on Suits. Suits ended, though. Kevin Owens is already on Bob's Burgers. He's that one um, friend of Jimmy Pesto. The, oh, hell yeah. He looks exactly like Kevin Owens. Uh, Andrade with Zelina. Next pick on First Smackdown. Yeah. There's, Hurrah. Sorry. I was going to say, no, yeah, there, that whole There are four people all tied up. That family is yeah. on Like, no matter what, Andrade, <laughs> Zelina, um, Alistair, and Charlotte all have to be on the same show. Poppy and mommy have to be on the same show. Mm-hmm. Poppy St. No. Um, round two, uh, the Kabuki Warriors on Raw. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they can really go anywhere because of the women's tag team champions. Yep. Ooh. That's kind of the gimmick. Daniel but Bryan. whenever they lose it, they're permanently on Raw. Yes. Now, they, they mentioned oh, okay. it actually on the show. It showed I, actually they had some logic. I like that. It's like, if and when they lose it, then this is their home show, but they can go anywhere. Also, they won the championships this? No, it was last week, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Um, Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. Cool. Yep, makes sense. Rusev. Rusev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cuck Squad. Yeah, shout out Cucks. Uh, Bailey, SmackDown. Makes, now again, makes sense. Yep. As their title. Uh, Alistair Black. 
on Raw. Are they going to call her the new Bailey like they did with Daniel Bryan? The new Bailey. <laughs> it's new Bailey. They're going to call her Bully. <laughs> Bully? They're going to call her Bully. <laughs> what the fuck is Bully? I'm trying to manage a list. Okay? They're going to call her Bully. That's her Halloween Twitter name. Yeah. With the ghost emoji? Mm. Mm-hmm. Bully. <laughs> Round three. Cedric Alexander on Raw. That's a Heyman guy. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. Intercontinental Champion makes sense. Yep. Humberto Carrillo on Raw. Handsome, handsome boy, and I like that he mm-hmm. actually got drafted on the show. Yeah, me too. Ooh. Uh, Ali on SmackDown. He's people like him. He's the heart and the light, and I want him to be like my friend Nello. So shout out Nello. Hey Nello. Um, said that he would like to see him almost like um the crow sting, just up in the rafters. <laughs> No, but like kind of like that kind of quote unquote vigilante. Mm-hmm. I want I want him in the rafters personally. <laughs> so, but that'd be really cool. Like he comes down, like people are like like have like a heel faction running roughshod on like some mid card geeks, and then he comes out and like is the fucking law. Be sick. Have an NWO Ali. Yeah. And then <laughs> think it, Ali. you think it's NWO Ali, and then he takes off a ma- an Ali mask, and it's just crack. <laughs> still me. Eric Rowan on Raw. Big Red. Round four. Buddy Murphy on Raw. The best kept secret's not it's not a secret anymore. Secrets out. They kept saying that shit. And it's like, yo, remember like that whole thing he did with Roman and Daniel Bryan? Like has having has good not matches? been on TV since. Yeah. I mean he made the most of his minutes, but then they just kind of forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Um Dolph That's Z- another that's another Heyman guy, by the way. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rood. Big, Smackdown? Big Bob. Mm-hmm. I the only something that kind of sucks is they did like a couple title changes and then like whoever just lost the title would get drafted to the other show. But it was like they would go for like further down the list like of the draftees than they should have. Like Charlotte should have gotten drafted earlier, but she needed to lose the title first. Like mm-hmm. there's just shit like that that's like annoying about the draft too. Yeah. Uh, Jinder Mahal on Raw. What's he been up to? Hurt, injured. Oh, okay, signed a new deal though. I mean, that's smart. Where else is he going? What else is he going to do? Um, Carmella on SmackDown. I don't like. They that had to keep her with Corey. Yeah, but they're also now splitting up her and our truth, which is Ron Killings. I, I hope that like you know they u- utilize her well now. Like, and this is a sign like they're going to try because I, you know, she's not great in the ring at all, but she's really good character and. You know, she has sure. potential. Yeah, she does. Have, she has lots of potential. So does she? Nothing's done. Maybe she's been signed for a long time. That's true. I, as she has two moves. Again, like it took only, Dana Brooke a long time, and she's still not that good. <laughs> like I, I think Carmella is really good in multi-person matches. Because she like, gets a kick and that's it. Yeah, like I mean, she's kind of like and that a, cool thing. You know, whatever that is. Her some, yeah, she's still not that good at that though. But no. it looks cool. Like I don't know. I'd hope that she could have a trajectory kind of like Alexa Bliss, where like. If she's used in a tag team or something like that, and go keep learning, getting better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So our truth on Raw. Ron Killings. Round five. Samoa Joe. Joey on- Samoa. Um. Okay. So Joe was like on SmackDown, just doing like commentary mm-hmm. about the draft. He looked dumb. He sounded fine. He was just dressed dumb. No, he it just, bothered me. No, he always looks weird. He yeah. looked like a weird dad. That's I mean, what he is. That's what he is. He's just a Southern California like beach okay. bro dad. He was like, at a he was at a Pennywise show. All right. Oh, probably. I mean, yeah. Okay, now it makes sense. 
Um, the Jizz. The Miz. He's a change his name to Jizz. I mean, with the Radies, come, ha- the Radies having kids. And then just come out just covered in goo. Wowie, <laughs> wowie. <laughs> it's me. I'm the Jizz. And I'm awesome. The Jizz. I came to play. Came to I play to came. <laughs> I came to play, but because uh, like a loud singer, I come I, to play. I come to play. A cure to Zawa. I came to come. I came. I came. to Zawa on Raw's cool because then it's like him and Ricochet are just real good friends. God, Moose needs to sign there. Join his buddies. I know. Apollo Cruz, Moose, Tazawa, and fucking Ricochet. Apparently. Because I always used to get naked a lot <laughs> just ha! in their group. <laughs> like in Japan, he used to get naked. Um, going, showing how much WWE cares about this man. <laughs> going in round five, King Corbin on SmackDown. Hey, I, I, I like, I think it was going in raw, like had the idea like that basically no one wanted to draft him, even <laughs> though like in kayfabe with how much he wins and stuff. He should be should have been drafted way higher, but at this point, like it was just like, well, fuck, we just this is too good. We just have to take him now. Like, like it's like like again in sports when there's like players with like off like off the field issues that get are really talented but get drafted in like way later than they should because they're <laughs> like, well, fuck, it's might as well just risk it. Yeah, I have to deal with this dipshit. <laughs> oh man, uh, Shelton Benjamin on Raw. Okay. Rey Mysterio on Raw. Why did he get drafted so low? I mean, he is hurt right now. Okay. Also, I don't know why he's on Raw. Yeah. With the Cain Velasquez stuff going on. Yeah, it really doesn't make sense, actually. Shorty Gable on SmackDown. Shorty Gable. Who really fucking... Who did he piss off? Get that name. Actually, apparently, apparently Vince likes him. And this exactly. Is him I mean, joking about no. <laughs> Vince has wanted to do a Mighty Mouse character literally since he like took Neville? over. That Neville was one of his attempts. Yeah, he wanted like, a guy that um, Henry Cejudo, who's a UFC fighter and also a gold medal wrestler. He wanted him to be Mighty Mouse. Um, you know, I think this is just a, a new, better, a a new attempt rack. at it. It is. I agree. Uh, Titus O'Neil on SmackDown. He Wrong. hasn't wrestled a, like a television match um, since it was um, like October of 2018 or some shit. Jesus. Yeah. But I mean, again, you know, putting him on with on Fox, he's like a great ambassador. He's like, and he's a former like University of Florida football player. He's a shit. football like, player and shit. So he, he's someone that can show up. Like, like I forgot who said it, but like heard someone say like for Fox, you should probably get people who can go stand next to an NFL player and not look small. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Braun Strowman, like Bronze, Titus yep. O'Neil. Mm-hmm. They're perfect for that. Um, Did I say? No, I didn't. I looked and then I forgot. Um, Elias on SmackDown. I, I kind of forgot he was a thing. Yeah. And I was happy. That's It's weird that he's there because he also seems more sports entertainment than sports. Yeah. Who knows? And the last pick... Uh, round six, uh, everyone's favorite goth GF, Liv Morgan. She's just tweeting weird stuff now. She is. Uh, someone, I think, again, going in raw, just copying all their shit this week, but they c- called her Twitter the House of Leaves of Wrestling. <laughs> and, I don't know what that means. Um, it's a indecipherable book. Oh. And that's what her Twitter is like. I'm trying to get the other, because there's like 
the other draft stuff and like people got drafted into weird spots like, like later on. Let's see if I can find it. Like the the like the online ones where they're just like, oh yeah, these guys are here. Oh, that's a sick shirt though. I'm glad you did. Here's some of the ones that were just supplemental. Um this happened on The Bump, which was yesterday. Oh, yeah, that new show that, like, just <laughs> appeared in, like, the way they talk about it. Act, is it's like a act, morning show. They're acting as if it's existed forever. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, on WWE's The Bump. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this was a thing that existed now? And isn't it, like, because the first episode was them trying to explain the Hell in a Cell finish, right? And Adam Lazara. He was there. From Taking Back Sunday? Yeah, they surprised Seth Rollins. Was he... <laughs> Is that real? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Was he disappointed at Seth Rollins for doing coke? No, he's not Craig. <laughs> well, they were on the bump. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn, that's good. Okay, so r- random people that ended up on Raw. This was before the supplemental one. EC3, Eric Young, and Sin Cara. Okay. Sin Cara being named is just wild to me. I know, I always forget, like... He's, he's around. Like I know he's hurt, but he's he's been hurt like multiple times, and then like also still not been on TV in between those times getting hurt. So are these the quote unquote three free agents? These were before Raw happened. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you got uh, Apollo Cruz, Drew Gulak, Heath Slater, Tamina, and the B team on SmackDown. I forgot about Tamina and the B team. Uh, why wasn't Drew Gulak actually picked? I guess because he just he was just had that match on NXT. Yeah. He's nothing on the. And then this roster. is the ones that came from the bump. Okay, that happened yesterday. Ah, <sighs> oh, good shit. Uh, no way, good Jose. Bump. Oh, Big Mojo Raleigh. Oh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. So is this uh, the main event lineup? Yes. Yeah. Um, the Iconics and Sarah Logan. They're going to Raw main event lineup. And then Friday Night SmackDown gets Luke Harper. Okay, I was waiting for him to be mentioned. Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Fire and or Desire. Wait, Liv Morgan already got picked, though. Yeah, that's Mandy Rose. She's not in. Yeah, she's uh, not in fire. Dana Brooke. Okay. And Drake Maverick. No, just I, Drake. I like Which that he was sense, last. Be- makes sense because also like 205 Lives uh, randomly is a thing again. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. They just like had a show. They only took the one week off, but it was oh, still. Okay. But then, like the drafting of people and shit, it feel like it felt totally like it was just like quietly canceled. But yeah, it's still going. So are all the two hundred five live guys on SmackDown then? I mean, it they're happens like, at um, SmackDown. But... They're just on their own, except for the guys that got drafted. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's really weird. And then they had trades. We had a trade. Okay, now a half a half trade. What was that? Was that Nikki and Alexa? Yeah, Nikki, yeah. Nikki and Alexa for future considerations. They just wanted to throw in a real sports word. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything There's, when you've already taken everyone. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, if someone gets a mysterious NXT call-up opportunity that Raw gets to just have, like, have? are they first on the waiver wire? Like They're going to forget all about this by the time someone gets called up. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that um, today, um, authors are paid announcer. They're signed to Raw. Okay. And I liked what they put. I think it was Occam that posted. He's like, we negotiated with both USA and Fox executives, and we even thought about going into fighting, but we're going to be on Raw. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool. Makes it seem real. 
Yeah. And fits their character too of like recently saying like the reason we haven't been on TV is because no one will fight us. There's almost like you could, they could play an element of like no one wanted the liability of having us on their show. Yeah. No, that's really cool. So that uh, is the draft. That's what yeah. took over Friday and Monday. Yeah. So let's just get into uh, Wednesday Night Wars first. Let's talk mm. about AEW Dark. Or should we get into news first? Is Let's that what get into some news first. Mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff oh. got fired for not doing his job. Eric Bischoff got fired, and apparently there's a, for uh, multiple reasons. Number one, apparently nobody liked him. Mm-hmm. People wanted to quit around him. He didn't learn people's names. Oh, shit. All allegedly. And uh, also allegedly the one like writing hire that he made was someone from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Um, because Eric Bischoff is hard for motorcycle gangs. Hell yeah. Um, God, he really is. He really is. And then the guy oh, yeah. was he caught on his first day asleep in the writer's room. Just sleeping. First day. Like. Nice. That, and that was like the only news we ever heard about anything he did. Yeah. He, he posted that anything. one picture. Like, it's like, oh, good view from the writer's room today. Yeah. Like. I was just like, when that got announced, it was not unexpected at all because I was like, what has he been doing? Nothing. Like, I think the idea of him would should have been, you know, to like, oh, he could deal with Fox as like a large network. He has experience with that from like working with networks at WCW. But then like it just seemed like nothing ever happened. Like he was never worthwhile at all. Yeah. So they uh, Pritchard is the boss instead. Makes so much more sense. Like. He's a Vince guy. He's been out of the business for a while as far as that, but makes more sense mm-hmm. at least. But like he he has been like He was like a main writer, right? He was a main write like he was a main writer. He also was head of talent relations for a while. He was he did that for Impact and was like a huge producer for Impact for a while. Like he gets it. Yeah. Like he, well, he understands that stuff. And like, you know, he has like there's absolutely some downsides to him for sure. But like I think yeah, he's so fucking full of shit. He really like he he really is like. But oh, at the same time, in the wrestling business, yeah. But at the same time, like I think is like Cornette explained him once as like you know the people that are the worst around Vince are like yes men who just tell Vince like yes to anything. John Laurinaitis, yeah. But Pritchard isn't that. He's a someone who actually understands Vince better than anyone and will try to make what Vince has like actually work instead of just saying yes to everything like he tries to adapt vince's like thinking into something that actually makes sense which like is better than just saying yes to everything yeah and he's just fucking full of shit then again so it's eric bischoff so yeah, yeah. they should have just they should have just had and conrad come on board too oh my god <laughs> i mean why not he's married I mean, into the flair family he should be like a producer of some sort, like his podcast empire, but I, he does so much with he, AEW. He should, he should be their head of marketing. Like if they want it, like look at what he's done. Like he, again, is just a fucking mortgage dude from Alabama who really likes wrestling, who now has like an empire based on just like him, like hustling and pushing these podcasts. Yeah. Shut this down. If we want to get into it at another time, how did him and Bruce know each other? Because he's, he was dating a flair. Okay. Now was married to a flair, the random author flair that was never in the wrestling business at all. Good for them. Yeah. Um, and so he was friends with Rick, start like wanted to start a podcast with Rick and stuff and just met people okay. through that. He met Bruce Pritchard through that. Like, oh, okay. That makes and, sense. Yeah. I believe also might maybe part of the story is that he gave Bruce Pritchard a job when 
Richard needed one after Impact. Uh, okay. Doing the mortgage shit. So cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other news. Yes. More news. Mike Canellas Bennett asked for his release. <laughs> idiot. He's not gonna get. Why it. is he an idiot? He's I, not gonna get it. I, I get like I, I understand. I one hundred percent understand his reasoning. I thought his note was like really touching and like yeah. really personal and cool. But dude, you did just sign a five year deal in like what June. And in a time when no one's getting fired, you've seen this backfire already for Luke Harper, like, and you're already not in a position to drop anywhere, really. You're already, like, the only thing he's going to get out of this is just nothing. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. If he wanted to know what Buried was, and he thought he was getting that before, he's about to really fucking find out. Yeah. <laughs> like, because... If him being cucked out on TV wasn't being buried and like not winning and not showing up on TV before that, like I don't know what's going to happen now. Like it's not that they're just going to leave him off TV, probably. They're going to like make him absolutely humiliated for one week and then be off TV. Mm -hmm. And then like a month later, the same thing. Mm. Just to remind people this guy ain't shit. So, homeboy, he's going to lose to Eric Young. Signed with WWE. Debuted at a pay-per-view. And I was like, oh, this is okay. Let's see where this is going. They gave him a gimmick that Maria met him at a Hallmark store. He was the manager. <laughs> Hallmark store? Yes. <laughs> what rom-com is this on the Hallmark channel? He then... Um, wrestling with love. I would love to see that, honestly. Like a movie that my parents would watch about wrestling. Wrestling yeah. with love on the Hallmark, Hallmark channel mm-hmm. after Touched by an Angel. Ah, yeah. Um... Then he got himself clean, which was good, but that kind of took him off the road. Mm -hmm. He stayed off the road for a long time. Mm -hmm. Then he and Maria also had a get clean celebration baby based on that timing. And then she was off the road and their act is together. And so from there, um, he did nothing for the longest time, then showed up on 205 Live. I'm like, okay, cool. I had an interesting story going on where like you kept losing, but in dumb ways and he like couldn't get respect from Jake Maverick and shit. Like it was like an actually good, interesting story going on with him. And then he was going to leave. He requested to be released. They didn't honor it. Then, then they resigned about a week after they resigned. They announced baby number two's on the way. Mm-hmm. WWE apparently didn't know that coming in. Ooh. So already they're like, okay, motherfucker. Homeboy then is a cuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here we are four months later, and he wants to leave again, and he still has five years left. Yeah. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Would you guys say if, if they offered him this, okay, buy yourself out of your contract then. You don't have to pay us the money we're going to pay you in the future, but for those last four months, you pay us that money, we'll call it like that you just left in June. Would that be a fair thing for people? Would you think that's fair? Like, like almost? No, because they already did the work. But I've never worked a contract position. I mean, so. this is, neither has any WWE wrestler ever except in name. I say that as a currently 1099 <laughs> employee. Like, I, I, I'm working for a very large company, like, doing 1099 work. I I get to set my own hours. Yeah. 
Like I get to come and go as I please. Like it is, that is not that they are not independent contractors. Yeah. Um, I don't know because it's like, he clearly signed because he needed the money. Cause he had a kid on the way. Um, if he's seeing his worth right now on the independence and everything that is like, if he could make money, then why did you resign? Like if you, if you were going to be that unhappy, I mean, yeah, they're, you're giving him like 500 grand a year. Yeah. So I saw some people online. There was a majority of people calling him an idiot. Sorry. And then the other part, people was like, well, WWE's probably going to be dicks and I'll let him out. The thing is, it's like WWE's not necessarily being dicks. Like, Homeboy signed a fucking contract. Yeah. If he wanted to leave, like, you had your opportunity mm-hmm. in June. Well, and like, what's... You, your contract was up. You fulfilled every obligation you had to them. They will say, see you later, bud. Go do whatever you want. No non-complete clause. No nothing. You just go out and go back to Impact. Go be the miracle. Go back to be Matt Taven's buddy. Go I was literally about to say, you know what's happened since then? Matt Taven got a big Ring of Honor deal. Yeah. His his old kingdom buddy. Like, mm. he, I, you know, because he said, like, I thought this was best for my family. I think he might not have understood the landscape out there 100%. Like, or maybe thinks like, oh, Matt Taven got all this money, so I would have gotten it too, when maybe he actually wouldn't have. Matt Taven shouldn't have. Matt Taven definitely should. I always thought Mike Bennett was the better. <laughs> yeah. What's what's insane is now they're going to pay him $500,000 a year to do nothing. They're going to pay him what to $2.5 million. To do nothing. Yeah. Like, that's a waste of money on their end. It would be better in there to let him go. Yeah, but at the end of the day, when he leaves, and let's just say they make him set out for the next five years, he's 39 years old. Mm-hmm. He is colder than a fucking ice cube. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck about him. Yeah, if, so he's at their mercy again. If he had done this like entirely quietly, like said, hey, can we maybe negotiate to leave after a year or something? They might have respected just because... like. It wouldn't have mattered really because, like, he's not that hot of like a property, really. But him going out and saying it ensures that they won't because now that's something another company could actually use. Like, they could use like, oh, like, like they are with fucking Sean Spears. You know, like, oh, like Sean Spears was like unhappy, and look, he's like doing so much better here. Well, he's not. He's still he, losing. He's, he's he's not. We talked about this last week. But like, stupid context. But you know, like that's in WWE's eyes, like something another company could use. Like, oh yeah, here's the disgruntled guy showing up. Like, like so they're not going to let him do it. But Mike Bennett would be another like Ty Dillinger level signing for AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't he, think he'd they, be Ring of Honor. I don't think he would go there. He'd be Ring of Honor because I think he kind of burned Impact too. It's just like, and apparently him and Marie are kind of hard to work with. Mm-hmm. She seems like it. Call her husband cuck and stuff. He is a he is a cuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the uh, other big news. Oh, one more. Uh, the parent company of New Japan Pro Wrestling, oh, Bushi yeah. Road, bought Stardom. Um, and WWE tried to buy Pro Wrestling Noah for NXT Japan, and it yeah. didn't work. That, so shout out Noah. That's good. Now it wasn't going to work. Okay. Um, if they would have partnered with them, that would have made more sense. But outright buying them wouldn't have worked. Um. Stardom was actually almost purchased by WWE, but they wanted to know plans and what they were going to do with it. And they said, nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, I really like this because I love New Japan pro wrestling. So it's not New Japan that did it, though. It's Bushi Road, their parent company, 
So they've announced already that it's going to be two separate entities. Mm-hmm. Their streaming services are still going to be separate. Everything's separate. It's just mm. the same parent company owns them both. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Well, I mean, but that's, are there going the to be to do big it. shows with both of them? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's never mind. Maybe it's so sick because Stardom rocks. They could always revisit that decision though. Now you know, like, and that's. I think it's better to keep them separate and like, you know, because like I I think the move would be seen as like, oh, Stardom, like, is like getting the the rub from New Japan and like that's true in a way, but also Stardom has its own thing going that well and like, well, what it, rocks for Stardom now is the the the, the talent that are there. They're not just at the mercy of creepy dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. They're getting like real contracts and shit now. Because yeah. like, Stardom is where they're built, right? Like the like the the people we love today. Like was uh, Oscar from there? No, no. Oh. But you well, know, I don't know shit. But but EO was, you and know, Kyrie, Kyrie, okay. You know, Chris Wolf worked there. Okay, fortunately, B previously, but like, or you know, and then like Tony Storm was like huge part of Stardom. Okay, yeah, cool. So anytime. Hmm. All right. Um, before we get into the Wednesday Went Wars, I want to talk about something that made me giggle this week. This is a tweet from Chuck Taylor. None of Hangman's horses have dicks on his Tritontron. It's bullshit. Hangman Page. Hey man, their dicks don't just flop around all the time. They're sucked back up into their bodies like an inside-out glove. Trent. Oh wow, fascinating. Is this true facts or are you playing games? Hangman. Come on man, of course it's true. How many times have you looked out in the field and seen horse dicks flinging around? Chuck Taylor. I had a horse when I was a kid, but he got hit by a car on my birthday and died. That's true. <laughs> and then <laughs> Hangman Page drew a picture of a horse and said, I'm sorry about your dead birthday horse. <laughs> and where's any of that charisma? I know. TV? And he has wonderful handwriting. That is good handwriting. I mean, former teacher. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was gonna say he draws horse. I obvious like figured out how to draw a horse by watching BoJack. Based on that, <laughs> based on that drawing, it's like the exact BoJack type of horse. Um. Anyway, before we talk about Wednesday Night Dynamite, let's talk about AEW Dark. I only watched one of the matches: Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. Yeah, what? a fucking what street fight was that? What the stipulation was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, what? Fuck that. So I understand what they're doing. Like, hey, can everybody still go to YouTube? Put this shit on TV this, or yeah, a fucking shit. pay-per-view. This, like, <laughs> yeah. What to, are you fucking doing? To be, they, to be honest, so far, I am more inclined to watch AEW Dark than Dynamite. <laughs> like, partially because an hour less of wrestling to watch in uh-huh. a week, if that was true. But also, like, I've, I've kind of enjoyed it more consistently. Well, and, like, they did not need to do what they did for that match. No, oh, no. Like... They went all out, and they didn't need to. And they really didn't need to. Um, and I'm like, I don't best want Kenny match in a while. I don't want mm-hmm. Kenny and Janela to do that to wrestle all to give it their all every match. I want Joey Janela to have a career. I want Joey <laughs> Janela to survive. Yes. Yeah. And he's fucking stupid, and he'll do anything to get over. And he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I just enjoyed that match. I love Joey Janela. It was really good. Um, first yeah. time I've enjoyed Kenny Omega in a long time. Um, well, his match on Dynamite, the tag match was good this week too. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, that. But the 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 dark match was the best one in a in a while. Best singles match he's had in a long time. Mm. Yeah, 
Um, I didn't watch it, but also happened this week on wrestling YouTube is Colt Cabana showed up in NWA Power. So I'm I, much I, more inclined to watch that show now. I knew it was going to happen just because I read the entirety of the spoilers mm. <laughs> of everything they've taped. So I know what's going on. But yeah, good for him. And also um, Homicide's promo from uh, week one was fucking fantastic. Homicide, not Homicide, uh, Eddie Kingston. Kingston's a fucking great promo. Mm. He was going to retire at the end of the year. Now he's not. So good for him. Hope they, hope they get something out of that show so these guys can fucking have a platform as well because guys like Eddie Kingston need like a spot to work. Yeah. It's good as fuck. Um, okay, the first thing that I noticed during this was during a... Oh, it was the, the tag match, the first match. So, uh, Saying the tag match doesn't really narrow it down on this week's true. episode of Dynamite. Um, the show started with SCU versus Best Friends. SCU! Um, my favorite boys, the Best Friends. I was so happy to see them on actual TV. Um, they didn't. They just came out to wrestle. They didn't do anything before, right? They just came out to yeah. wrestle. Um, during this match, the camera cut to a crowd member like they always do, and it was Rachel Millman from one of my favorite podcasts, Russell Splania. Mm-hmm. So I was on the phone while watching it, and I just yelled, Rachel! And my friend was like, what? Was she like, also oh. she posted a clip from the show that where you can hear her, her can do hear a her weird scream. scream. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was excited about that. Um, I like the beginning gimmick that they did. Yeah. Uh, Lucha Bros beating the shit out of... Uh, they murdered poor Christine. It was like, that ramp is fucking slanted. It's a ramp. And so when he took the fucking pile driver, he took it around his fucking dome. Yeah. And he's oh. like almost 50. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, and so Scorpio Sky wrestled instead. They had a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was fine. Chuck Taylor was weird foot pervert. <laughs> Fucking bit Scorpio Sky's foot. They had foot. some weird spots where just like stuff seemed to just go a little awry. Yeah. Um, it just I mean, it, it happens. Um, I don't like that they kind of geeked out the best friends because I, I was legitimately mad. Because I wasn't expecting them to win the tournament. They had a built-in story with the Dark Order. And I agree with that. As well as, like, um, you had the Lucha Bros come and attack SCU beforehand. And they mm-hmm. take out the guys that were, like, going to be actually wrestling. And you get a cold uh, Scorpio Sky out there instead. And, it like, then they still lose. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want... like kind of geeked them out. Yeah. Scorpio Sky has, like all the potential in the world, I think for a good singles run. And they're like, I think that was part of the book in the show. Like he wasn't prepared, but he still like did great. He's like better than just a tag team wrestler, but they didn't have to do that. Yeah. It's just a bummer because like, I don't know, like what are the finals going to be now? Private party and Lucha bros. Like I don't care about private party. The only team that I, it needs to either be the Lucha bros or SCU that wins. Mm Mm-hmm. None of the other teams like would make like private. Party. I feel like Dark Order is gonna win. Like they're they're gonna kill the division before I, it starts. I know it sucks. Lucha <laughs> Bros need and to win. I like the Super Smash Bros, but like nobody cares about them. The gimmick's bad. Yeah, like, and like I said, I said Jenny yesterday, like you know, if the Young Bucks want in there so much. How about the Young Bucks work with them? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Santana and Ortiz versus Alex Reynolds and Johnny Silver. Uh, the Beaver Boys is their name. Beaver Boys. Uh, are these the guys that have shown up on Ring of Honor, Impact, and AEW all in one month? Yep. And WWE. And WWE. Jesus yep. Christ. Yep. Good for those dudes. Yeah. The Beaver Boys. They're, they're New York guys, and so they're trained the same places like Hawkins and Ryder and Beretta. Okay. So they just know everybody. 
Um, Johnny Silver needs to fight Tyler Bate because they <laughs> they're both shaped the same. They're both little strong boys that like smaller limbs. Mm. It'd be a good good little strong boy match. I love Santana and Ortiz X Lax, and I hated I hated the proud and powerful thing. But now that I get it, like it's the Puerto Rican flag, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. like that's what they're proud of. It, not, I, I like the sentiment. It's just a bad name. That's a shit name. Yeah, yeah. but I like. I mean, it fit their song fits with it. It's a good song. They have like I'm assuming a Puerto Rican rapper. It's a good song, but that name's shit. Every name that WWE AEW has come up with. Dark Order isn't good. <laughs> Jurassic Hy- Express is good, but Hybrid Two is bad. Mm-hmm. What? That's uh, Jack Al- Jack Evans and Helico's Hybrid Two. Oh, the Inner Circle is bad. <laughs> bad. Yes, Proud and Power. Like these are really bad. Uh, Jurassic names. Express is the only good one, and I don't know if that was AEW or like that a was joke. the fans. Like that was the fans. Yeah, I nah. Because that's what Luchasaurus said on Jericho's podcast was that was the fans. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe their creative teams need to get a little bit more. They don't creative. have one. That's the thing. Yeah. They they don't have anything and it shows. Yeah. Yeah. The inner circles, like to me, is so, it's so it's shitty. It's bad. Um and if you say it's good, it's just because you're a fucking fanboy. Yeah. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Brady's been talking shit on AEW too on Twitter. It's been it's been refreshing to see him hate a lot of things. He's just he's just venting. <laughs> um Anyway, I love Santana and Ortiz. Um, Outside of their name, I love it. They're, love, they're so good. Like, I don't. I need to like pay attention. Know which one's which. Uh, one of them has crazy eyes, and I fucking love it. He was biting the rope. I um, mean, they're not actually from Southern California. From the, they're from New York, so oh, they should just yeah. be JFK. Now that should be that <laughs> hasn't been taken by anything else yet. So yeah, yeah. yeah. JFK. Um, I love how much they love the Foo Fighters. Um, because they were just yelling the best, the best, the best. The they love best. that. They love that good video. It was probably for two minutes. I also tweeted that video, and seven seconds before I did, Blurg did it. So I love you, Blurg. Well, they're in Texas, which is an hour later. So you beat them by fifty-three minutes. I watched it on the right feed. No, but they're okay. Blurg lives an hour ahead of us. Oh, so. If, Blurg tweeted it seven minutes before you. That's actually 53 minutes after you. Mm, math. Time math. Um, Yeah, I, I thought the part where Jericho was cutting his promo while they were trying to talk, but it was a video that was poorly edited. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be so nitpicky of this brand new no, show. No, we, but we, we, we talk about, about what's it. good, too. You know, like, but this same, is shit that they need to figure out. Like, at the same time, it's like when you promote before you start doing anything that we're going to be revolutionary, we're changing the world. You open yourself up to very, very high expectations. Mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah. so when you don't deliver these high expectations of changing the world and being more sports, they're not going to give you bullshit run in finishes or distraction finishes. And then that's all you have is run in finishes and distraction finishes and mm. wacky stuff. And maybe yeah. it's okay to kind of be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. yeah. And like for, I mean, for all the problems WWE has, this is like not an issue you would see there. You wouldn't see like their video production is done is so professionally done and they like know what they're doing. They've been doing it for so long. You would never see like an issue where like a promo in ring is being also like matched with something going up on the Titan Tron. Well, I even call it Titan Tron, but just up on the video board, the Tron, the Tron, uh, and like being out of sync and timing being off. You just, you wouldn't see that in WWE really. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. that's the thing they need to figure out. I guess I am just judging them on the expectations that they set. Yeah, it's, and that's the thing. And that's why like, I don't feel bad for trying to criticize them. I was like, well, they're just starting to say, yeah, but they said that they're going to change the world. Mm-hmm. It was going to be revolutionary. And, like, this was going to be, like, nothing we've seen before. But it's just a good wrestling show. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's great. I love watching it, but it is a wrestling show. It it's, feels like a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. It's nothing special. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, so far, I mean, it's still it's still different and cool and worth watching. It's yeah. not like it's not that it's not at all like it's very worth watching. It's, it's a very good, cool. It's a, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is better than most shows on each week. Yeah. Like it is better than Raw generally is. It's better than SmackDown generally is in in a lot of ways. And like it's not better than NXT, but the NXT is the best show. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Jurassic Express versus Lucha Bros. Uh, Luchasaurus got hurt. Yeah, apparently tore his hamstring, I think. Yeah. So it was Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. The Lucha Bros are the greatest tag team of all time because they made Marco they're, Stunt look great. They're, they're not, but they're really good. They're really fucking good. They're like, one of the best but, couple tag teams in the world right now. Like Luchadors will work with smaller people because in Mexico, that's a thing. Well, like, because... Uh, you know, Marco Stunt did a move where he like spiked one of them on their head. Mm, that was DDT. yeah, that was all the Lucha Bro. I yeah. mean, like in, in reality, they probably you know getting Lucha training. They probably have based for for minis before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, they, they like, absolutely have. Like, and like Marco Sagrada, like yeah. this is not like a joke about how small Marco is. No, but it is probably similar. Like he is. Yeah. He's like, tiny. He is tiny. And like, like, I think he's a cool dude and all this. He's not a good wrestler. He is. He's fine. He's he's actually pretty good. He, okay. He is. He's not like, he is he, not Kenny level. He's he not like at that top me. level. I'm, I'm glad he has a shot. But like when he was in this match, I was like, oh, this is going to be a squash. Well, it's because. And they, they that, did a, this was a really well booked match. I thought sixty percent of what they did was just like six. Actually, it's probably seventy five percent of what they did was selling. <laughs> yeah, Marco and um, Jungle Boy. Like they got to pick their spots. Yeah, yeah. I actually. That's I don't, the beauty of a tag team mm. match is you got to pick and highlight like what you're good and, at. And uh, I don't really love the combo of Marco and Jungle Boy actually Jungle. together because they're just a little too similar. Mm-hmm. Like the style they have to work. Marco, it is. It is yeah. better when Marco has to like. You know, is in like contrast to Luchasaurus, or like when Jungle Boy's in contrast, who's like, yeah, or you like have that, like when mm. you have the big fuck. Yeah. yeah, I just I was really impressed by how this match was like played out, like because I went in being like, oh, this is gonna be bad. There was only one way that it could go, and it was the way that it went. Because yeah. if you go anything else, and it's not gonna be believable, it's not gonna be, or it's not gonna be good for either team. If yeah. they go in there just murder them, you're, you're killing off two people mm-hmm. and a whole team. They go in there and have a weird competitive match. It's not going to be good, but you have them sell, but then come and hit big, cool, like, um, like spectacular looking moves. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, mm. and then also, like, you have like Jungle Boy look like the stronger one on the team because he's obviously going to be the bigger star. Mm. Uh, Pentagon fucking holding Marco up by one arm was really fucking cool, too. Yeah. And I, I just, I really liked that everything Marco did seemed accidental. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that that, that's funny. when he's at his best. That's like, like part of his charm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, I love that Jim Ross doesn't give a fuck that his name is uh, 
Jungle Boy, Jungle Jack, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Not Jungle Boy, though. Always has to throw in Jack or Jack Perry. I heard that. I, I, I had the best experience watching this because I watched it at Space Bar with Logan, the get, former guest on the show, because uh, he was bartending there and just put it up on TV, but I could, did not get commentary. And I enjoyed this episode the most of any AEW episode so far, so that might be part of it. <laughs> um, speaking of Jungle Boy, this is a, another funny tweet I saw this week. Uh, Jungle Boy and Darby Allen being on the same show is incredible. If every teenage girl in America isn't tuning in soon, then Cody is the worst wrestling promoter of all time. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> um, you get also you get I mean, the best of both worlds. I mean, for Halloween, one of them like Darby should be Rocket Power, and then uh, Jungle Boy should be Wild Thornberries. Fuck. <laughs> uh, AEW Women's Championship: Riho versus Doctor Britt Baker. You guys can go ahead. It was okay. Yeah. I'm like, I was doing my dishes during this match, so I didn't pay attention. They're overexposing Rio. Overexposing Rio. They, they wasted she shouldn't a be ma- on every episode. Like, wasted a match with Britt. Wasted a loss for Britt in a title match. And if wins and losses matter, then she would go to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, Rio is like still adjusting to this style, too. Like It wasn't as good a and match. The bigger the, as how big the ring is. Yeah, it is just not as... I think she'll get there, but like this is putting the title on her this early was a big ask for her. They like, should have. Jenna and I were talking about this, and Jenna said they were gonna probably put it put it on Kylie Ray. Yeah, because she's somebody that can work. She's that super likable babyface underdog, and she could talk. Well, then whatever happened with her happened with her. Also, she's like really back on the independency now. See, and that kind of makes me feel weird. Like, why did she leave? What happened? I, I would like to know as well. Rumors yeah. stated that there was some. Shit going on with some EVPs. So that's just rumors, though. Yeah. Don't, don't know for sure. I'm not going to say like I know. Yeah. That's just what I've read online. But, I mean, always take it with a grain of salt. But she is back. But so I, that's who I thought they'd probably be going with, too. And then they made the audible to Riho, which hasn't worked out. And I think they're overexposing her as well for trying to make sure people get, like, she gets over which makes sense. Like you want to make sure you can get the repetition in, but is it going to be detrimental? And I feel they really should have went with Britt Baker as your first champion. Yeah. Yeah. And then I now, mean, they're putting her on every show anyway. And Britt Baker's been on all three weeks or just two. Uh, just she's just commentary. Oh yeah. She's okay. commentary. Yeah. But it's like, she's, she's already lost now for the title. Um, so it's like, she goes to the back of the line what do you go like? Where do you go from here? And like having her as like a, if you look, if you're trying to like get like little girls and teenage girls into wrestling, and you have a person that you see, it's like, oh, here's Britt Baker. She's a good wrestler. She's a fucking dentist. She like fucking does cool moves. It's she like, married Adam Cole. Yeah, it's like you just see besides that, like you see this as like a a young person. You're like, oh my god, like I can. Yeah, like, I can do all this shit all at once and be fucking badass. And it's just, you know, I feel like they had a very big missed opportunity there. And then this match, I don't think was that good. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the women's division was getting a lot of hype going into it. And now I feel it is. I feel is, like they have dropped the ball entirely with it, to it, be honest. It is not going the way they wanted it to. It's the same. It's one women's match and f- seven dude matches. But. NXT but, is moving towards more. NXT is moving towards more. Main roster last pay per view was five men's matches, four women's in Damn. WWE. And their f- the first pick of the entire draft 
Becky Lynch. And they're that's a man. They're uh, <laughs> why not both? The man. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like they had they had a lot of hype for this, and then like we have that match with Brandy. <laughs> like then there's this. The weird, whatever happened with Kylie Ray? It's like. Mm-hmm. And then there's like other shit like they have there there are people signed there that haven't been mentioned on TV like they have Awesome Kong and stuff like that like she doesn't like she may be busy filming something or whatever but like she hasn't even been like haven't had a video for her anything like that like just it's really it's uh, like they're booking this division more shallow than it actually is mm-hmm. and like then making weird bad decisions with it too. And it is kind of disappointing. It doesn't seem important. That's that's the detriment of not having a writer or a showrunner. And it seems like maybe this is Kenny's fault because Kenny's like Riho's big supporter. Well, it's also the detriment of having that many cooks in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. but they also have to worry about their own things. Yeah. And then you also run into the reality that you have a finite amount of time now, mm-hmm. whereas before they could just promote whatever they want on their videos. Mm-hmm. But now they have a finite amount of time that they have to do this. And they're realizing that maybe writing a show every week's a little tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that d- maybe WWE, like there's Jimmy <laughs> Jacobs says, nobody understands how hard it is to fucking write for that company. It's because you write three hours of raw, two hours of SmackDown, two Oh five live. Then if you think mm-hmm. about NXT, it's another hour at that time. You have all this shit you have to do. Then you have to put people on main event. Then there's house shows. Then there's other shit we have to do. Yeah. Like, it's fucking hard. And yeah. speaking in the words of Kevin Nash in one of the greatest terrible shoot interviews of all time, Which talking one? the, well, see, there would be Monday, and then you got to get through that show. And then there'd be Thursday after that. That's the one where then, he's eating uh, ravioli and yeah, salad. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite and shoot interview. And then he's like, and then after that, there'd be Monday. And like talking about how like hard it was to write show to show. And it's like, but all he was doing was saying, there's Monday, and then there's Thursday that you got to worry, and then there's Monday after that. And he says it for, like, a while. <laughs> but, but I mean, at the end of the day, it is really true, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and they only got two hours a week. Yeah, you got, like, a, and then you have their YouTube show. But, again, it's like, what was the I focus I don't think on? very much writing goes into that, either. No, you just put matches <laughs> on. But it's like, what like what happens? Oh, in, the dark thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what, like, you took half of that for Kenny and, uh, Joey Janelle, which is fine, but like, then you kind of start seeing like who's getting featured. Where's these new people that they said you haven't even seen sixty percent of our roster? Well, whose fault is that? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are they? Where's Wardlow? Where the Where's fuck Wardlow? Is Wardlow? Three weeks and no Wardlow. Where's Sadie Gibbs? Yeah, like she had the one match. I want her to come back in and beat up B Priestley. Hell, where the fuck's B Priestley? Yeah, yeah. So she can get beat up. It's just there. They're under delivering. Like they're not changing mm-hmm. the world. It's a great under deliver. It's a great show. They had a great rating. It was like over a million people still. Um but it's just like we have a lot of inner circle. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of elite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of that, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Pac and John Moxley. This match was really good. This was a really good match and one person while they're very athletic definitely did not feel as big as the other three. Well, take horse one boy? guess. The horseman. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad but it's like Moxley is a fucking star. He's going out there just charisma at a fucking 12 out of 10. He mm-hmm. is bringing his shit. Pox, ever since he like emerged back in wrestling, 
has been bringing it so hard. Kenny starting to finally. This match felt like a Kenny match. Like he was finally getting shit clicking again. It's like mm-hmm. okay, here we go. And then you have like, oh, there's Adam. And like the shit he gets in, like physically again, like same shit. Like he's really good. He is really good in the ring. He just like doesn't convey that. And also like I think like obviously like he won the match like with his finisher. Um, but like I think they should just like have Kenny win the match. Like it's. The rub for Paige right now should just be being in the ring with Kenny. Like, not like he's done that a ton, but mm-hmm. you know, he it's it makes it obvious to us that they're still trying to push Paige. We're like, just let us have Kenny. Like, we haven't seen a one winged angel yet on AEW. Like, yeah, and that's give us good. that. Like, give us that. And then, like, I, I would have felt better about Paige coming out of that match if he like was the one to set up Kenny for a finisher versus like delivering the finisher. Yeah. Um, then we had a Philly street fight for the championship. Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho. Match was sick. It was Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Um, I know people have said that like, oh, the fans were bought into the false finishes. No, they just were cool moves. They were just kind of playing along the story. Nobody, nobody going into it ever thought that Darby was going to win. No, they never made it seem like Darby was going to win. Even with any false finishes. Um, because when you're promoting the other match way too hard. It, it it takes it mm, takes that, shit that out was of it. A real I real issue too is they like ran that Cody package in the show. Yeah, when like talking about like thinking about Chris Jericho, but like just save that for next week or have Cody put over Darby more, like saying like he has to all think about Jericho and Darby. It's like, like yeah, like before you know I just was thinking about Jericho, but now Darby's in there, mm-hmm. and how do you even prepare for Darby? Like, we I went to a draw. I couldn't beat him before, so now I have to worry he might be coming into this match, and I couldn't beat him. And it's like, do something like that. And then they had the most WWE finish where Jake Hager's Jack Swagger comes in and pushes him off so Jericho wins. Yep. God, I hate him. And so, what? I guess fine, whatever. He also didn't tap out, but like they, I'm guessing he verbally did, but they never made mention of that on commentary. Again, another just little nitpick, but it's like, present this better. Mm -hmm. Present it like a sport. If he's like, Oh no, he must have verbally said to the ref that he was done. Oh, he has so much heart. Or the ref just called mm. it called it by herself and she said, you know what? You can't go on anymore. You're done. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, Darby wouldn't quit. Yeah. I if think he if it was him making the choice, yeah. he wouldn't quit. I think the fortunate thing out of this is that no one's gonna remember like that those parts of this match over the just remembering Darby doing the like all the shit with his hands taped behind his yeah. back. Like that's what people are going to remember in like a month. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember like the shit that kind of didn't help Darby in this match. But just like so, they talk about like WWE finishes. They they rip on like the elite rip on finishes like that, and then it's like they've been doing but, like weird running. But they're doing WCW finishes, which aren't better. <laughs> like, yeah, they're probably worse. And it just to me that it was a great match. I just didn't like the finish. Yeah. 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 One one sick thing too, um, though, is it's on Twitter, um uh Aubrey Edwards tweeting at um oh fuck, uh Jess, whatever her I can't remember her last name, but the female ref in NXT mm-hmm. tweeting at each other because they both uh ref the main events in the two when Wednesday night shows this oh, week. Sick. And so yeah. like that was sick and like also seeing just like them like putting each other over for it was sick. Hell yeah. Runs from the May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought in Aubrey Edwards to ref that. 
Another Chuck tweet this week is he said, Hey, John Boy, I wrestled on a wrestling show on uh, TNT. Did you see? And Johnny Gargano just replied with a gif of Chuck doing something. He's like, I'll take it as a yes. <laughs> it was a gif of he had... Um, it was one of the ants, right? Yeah, and he had was going to hit him with a chair and a pole, but he... Like the it like hit really weird and ricocheted off really bad and went into the crowd. Did you see Chuck Taylor just go like, oh no? <laughs> um, I didn't get a chance to watch all of NXT, so explain it to me. I watched the, it, I don't have access to watch it live. Wardlow's mm-hmm. match, and so I end up having to watch a really bad one hour cut of from Hulu. Like mm-hmm. it's not edited as well as Raw and SmackDown are. Oh, unfortunate. That sucks. But I, it'll get better. But it's just already the show's already so packed that things are just like. You, they're just cutting into stuff all the time. There's like no entrances and yeah. yeah. I know Champa came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's sick. I was sick. All right, so I got I got the results here. Cool. So I can remember uh, Ch- Champa versus Angel Garza was great. Yeah. Um, and just cool seeing Champa. He's massive. Yeah. Uh, he came back in seven months on an injury that should have taken him a year. Yeah. And is he, he's like a face now, or is he just kind of the same character, just he's not a, mean? He's a face. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like you can't. How can he not be? Yeah. Um, Undisputed Era came out during that and then handed uh, Mauro Ranallo a USB drive. I, I fucking love this. <laughs> it was Kyle just giving Mauro a USB drive. And like, I, I like, like this you because need to watch this. you know what? On main roster, if they did the same shit, they would immediately cut to it being up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, with no time to actually get it to production. Mauro like went to commercial saying like, oh, we're going to get this to the truck and see if we can show it. And like, then they came back and, and then they came back and I was like, it's been cleared by a production team to view. So here we go. So it's like, oh, cool. It's like, this is real. They had mm. a fucking like showrunner come over or a producer. Go give us the guys in the truck. Now they go and do that. Like, can we, view, can we fucking show this? And so they did. And it was them, um, an aggressive promo from the undisputed era. They had attacked and laid out Velveteen dream. Yeah, backstage, like, by the production trucks and shit. Yeah. And Roddy stomped on his glasses and had his shirt kind of ripped and was like, yeah, that's what you fucking get. You don't embarrass me, bro. They, the way they <laughs> Don't sh- tell me I yeah. have a little dick. The way they shot it kind of implied that, like, in the 2K games, like, they powerbombed Dream off the truck onto a onto a box. Yeah. Like, because, like... They may there's have a, murdered him. Yeah, like, because there's, like, ladder... There's, like, a ladder up to... Next to the truck, and Roddy comes from over there, and then Dream's on, like, a... The, one of the like road cases next to the truck. So they tried to murder him. And so Regal's pissed and Regal is looking better. Like he was pretty ill. Mm-hmm. And so he's starting to get, he looks little, back to like raw GM. Like Regal he's getting a little, a little bit, thick yeah. again. Yeah. And like, I like it. And he said that the, uh, dream is going to be unable to compete next week for the North American championship. So instead, I'm going to put one of these big boys in the match. In- war games, war games, war games. <laughs> no, but it's, um, Whoever wins against uh, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. And then we had Imperium versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch and a great fucking Fuck. like, like European this was, style. See, this wasn't fucking, on the Hulu edit, and that's such my it shit. It was so good. That is literally the most my shit match possible and wasn't on the Hulu edit. Um, was it Marcel and, and uh, Fabian Eichner? Okay, okay. Fabian Eichner, who's who's oh, th- he's had great matches with those two, right? Oh, he yeah. was in another, mm-hmm. he was in like the Boston tag team, right? No, that's no. Lorcan and Birch. Yeah. yeah. Um, who did Fabian Arkin, who was, he wrestled? They wrestled a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. th- these two teams have had a match. It's like my one of my favorite matches of the last year, and it was like a six minute tag match to open NXT. Oh, damn. And but it's like fifteen minutes worth of match piled into six minutes. That was my. And they did this one in about ten minutes. So that was, was my 
uh, intro to Marcel. I remember mm. that. He's, he's really good. He's so good. And then uh, Eichner is super athletic and just gains 60 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And Oni Lorcan is the best on Twitter. Mm. Oni, and they are so good, and they I love their brawling style. I love that his, like, tope looks all weird because it just it goes with everything about him, and he has a long finger. Mm. Also, Dan, I found this out. Danny Birch is only, like, 37. He looks He's 60. been Balor age. He looks a 1,000. Yeah. Damn. He just loves to fight. Uh, Johnny Gargano had a uh, interview backstage, just saying he doesn't know how to feel about Champa. Oh, which I'm glad they're like kind of being like. Ah. Um, Io Shirai beat uh, the former Lacey Lane, Caden Carter, uh, beat the hell out of her. Mm. <laughs> Rhea Ripley came in and said, and "In every lesbian's dream, Rhea Ripley <laughs> came out to <laughs> face Io Shirai, and she was um, yeah." So that's going to be, and then they announced that. Um, Ripley versus Bianca Belair is going to be next week. Okay. So I think they're going to be putting over uh, Ripley for this. And I like that, like, they were talking shit, like, online. And Rio was just like, you've lost three times <laughs> to her. Like, I don't have to go through you to do this. Um, Keith Lee and Dom- Dom- Dominic Dijakovic was awesome. It's those two doing fucking insane things to each other that big men should not be able to do mm-hmm. like that. Um, Keith Lee did a fucking reverse Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Um, it was that buck wild. It was frightening. Um, then Roddy came in after just a fucking great match and beat him up. So they're both going to be in the match. Yeah. I mean, oh. triple threat, Roddy versus the big boys. Also, I like this because it extends the Keith Lee, Don Dijon feud because it was supposed to be the rubber match, supposed to be the bluff, and now still haven't gotten it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So now we get it next week with Roddy. So there's going to be... 30,000 moves, and Roddy's going to hit about 12,000 moves in about two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Matt Riddle versus Bronson Reed, I thought was sick, because Bronson's another big boy oh, that yeah, can yeah. fucking the, move. The New Zealand dude, right? Yep, mm-hmm. and Matt or Riddle. that, that uh, Rucking Foughton shirt once. Uh, they just announced a Selena shirt today. It's really it's sick. so sick. I'm buying it. Uh, Matt Riddle did the fucking floating bro, which is crazy. Then he was caught into a powerbomb, which is fucking sick. Um, he Riddle hit the bro Derek for his finish, and they did a fist bump. I would love to see them. <laughs> he has a move called the bro Derek after yeah. Bo Derek the model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I would love to see them like do another Dusty tag team, um, and have those two be a tag team. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it'd be. I mean, it's similar in some ways to like Chosen Bros or like. When Cobb and Riddle would tag on the indies and shit. Uh, Tegan Knox is back with the most pop punk theme song in the world. I would kill for her! <laughs> Michael Cole was, I think, sacrificing part of his limbs for the wrestling gods cause since she is mm-hmm. back now. Um, she hit the shiniest wizard for the one, two, three. Uh, beat Tainara Conti. So who cares? She wears two. Uh, Stone Cold knee braces now. So <laughs> also she did a dive and she needs to fucking stop. Yeah, no, yep, nope. Yeah, I saw a picture with her, Candace, and someone else. Dakota Kai. Oh, okay. Did and it said something pose. about war games. They probably just said that they wanted to do war games, but it was uh those three. Okay. Um it said like Candace's tweet said like war was capitalized in one sentence and game yeah, was probably. capitalized in one. Ben Balor returns next week. He's doing his first uh, road trip with them through the Northwest. I know. They're in Portland like next weekend. I want This to weekend. Go. I want to go. I'm going. Mm. I'm driving there right now. And then um, 
I'm fucking stoked. It was a really good thing. Killian Dayton murdered Boa, and who really cares? And then Damien Priest beat beat, uh, beat Pete Dunn. What? Uh, through Dick Kick. Dick Kick. Oh, okay. It was a good match. It was a fantastic match. Uh, I like to kick his dick. I'm the only one with dick in this club. I like to hurt people. I don't know why you had to kick me in the dick, Damien. Did he break his fingies? He broke Killian Dane's fingies before the match. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeez. And then they had a fantastic match. It was one of the better um, Damien Priest matches I've seen. Like Even as punishment like this, mm-hmm. like, they did really good. Um, Pete done so good. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of these two guys, you're going to really like this match. To me, this match isn't going to change your mind if you're not. Okay. But it was still like I would say like a four star match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Uncle shows, Dave gave it four two four two five. So fuck. Wow. yeah, I, it shows that Priest can can go with the right opponent. Like he just wasn't given the right opponents yeah. before. And also, and that he is. Pete can go with literally anyone. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I like that they gave Damian the win. Pete can take a loss, and it's okay. You need to build up new stars. Hopefully, he just looks comes back looking shittier next week. Mm-hmm. Pete Dunn, yeah. God, he, he keeps going more and yeah. more. Just like have him, give him the like Neville after losing the title gimmick of just being sleep deprived and shitty looking. Oh, I love that his eyes look so puffy. Then, mm. all in all, NXT is like if you go just with in ring product, it is the best wrestling show that is weekly in the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't watch it, it's my favorite. Hmm? Even though I didn't watch it, it's my favorite. It's the best in-ring product show. Um, AEW is, as far as like the feel and how they're trying to make things feel important, and even with the like some of the shit that they do, that one is as like a overall like. Does this look like it's a cool thing? That one is the coolest brand, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, but Wednesday's just the best fucking day for wrestling. Like all in all, like that's the fucking day. Yeah, yeah. Whether you're a fan of either one, because like. Yeah, and like I said, NXT's best sending product. AEW is the coolest one. Like they, like they, they get they get to say shit once. Well, it's like they get like I guess what like pop culture and everything is today, and like what people want to see today, and so it just makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um. So I watched a lot of non WWE. Well, it was WWE. I watched a lot of non current wrestling this week. Oh. Um, what are we What are we diving into? We're gonna talk about some of the worst finishers of all time. Nope. This finishes finishes. 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 Besides the Montreal screw job, we've we've talked about that a lot. Well, I know, don't know. I kind of liked it. I would. Well, I, you, well you know, uh, I think we should talk about it more. I would say that's probably the worst finish of all time. Um, I actually would disagree. I mean, how do you uh, call off a held in the cell? I mean, <laughs> Mick Foley was gonna die twice, and then like they didn't call that one off, but then you so you get fucking toolbox. <laughs> all right, that's, that's, that's bullshit. A good, that's a good point, Brett. So you l- dislike that match more than you losing to Shawn Michaels in your hometown? It wasn't my hometown. It was in your, Montreal. It's, your, it's French can- Canada. No, I'm not the real Canada like in Calgary. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to go with a couple quick ones real quick. My notes are really out of order, but uh, Nikki Bella versus AJ Lee. Um, AJ got squashed because of a kiss. It was a minute match um, at, and AJ Lee was the current women's champion or divas champion at the time. Brie kissed her on the mouth, and then Nikki hit her with the rack attack, and then that was the match. Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. D 
Bry got squashed because of a kiss. Mm-hmm. Got squashed. AJ Lee kissed him. He eats a. Oh my god! It's like the fucking it follows virus. Uh, he gets hit by a bro kick, <laughs> and this was supposed to like this, this was, was meant to get Seamus over as a huge baby face. Oh, because mm. was it this didn't Brian, work? Was this Brian's height? Not his height. This was okay. what started launching him with the yeses and everything. Okay. If Daniel Bryan kisses someone on screen, they're going to get squashed. I'm going to call it right now. AJ Lee. If AJ Lee's involved in a kiss, like whoever, like either her or that person's losing. No, I like See, Zach's. Nikki uh, Bella passed it yeah. to There's this AJ movie called somehow. It Follows, where if you have sex with somebody, then this monster kind of follows you. Until you have sex with someone. Yeah. And, and then, then it starts pass, following them. You just pass it on. So AJ it then passed AJ it to Brian. But now. then Brian gave it to Bree, then gave it back to AJ. <laughs> so that means CM Punk would have it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, true. CM Punk has it forever. Because <laughs> he's never going to kiss anyone. I mean, he's married to AJ. <laughs> They're just going to pass it back. Oh, things doesn't always mean anything. He's going to kiss the fucking <laughs> man if he tries to go back into UFC, brother. <laughs> um. All right, let's do this one. Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Um. I have a question. Was this Wyatt's first big match? No. Okay. Um, aside from the finish, I actually really like the match. Match was fine. Mm-hmm. So this was not the first time that he ends up beating it's him. WrestleMania 30? Something right? like that. I don't remember. I just wrote down. The um, so this isn't the first time he beat him because he did this to almost everybody. Ryback, Wyatt. So he would they would finally get up on scene a little bit. And this is the one where he was like telling John to hit him in the face of the chair. Then John's too good and the boy scout and doesn't. Yeah. And then he ends up beating him anyway. It, it just kills any credibility that you have. Mm-hmm. It it's, just stops you dead in your tracks. They should have had the finish that we literally just had with Bray Wyatt and Seth. Like I've seen a snap and hit him in the face of the chair, DQ, and then Cena's like, oh shit, what did I do? If, if Cena did that shit, it would actually be impactful because yeah. it'd be so out of the blue. Yeah, I just... Bullshit. I, it's, I just feel bad for Bray. Like, oh, they also had, I think it was like an ambulance match and he like, um, or like a last man standing and he like ate him through the ambulance and like beat him there. And then like killed his gimmick the first time. Mm. And then like WrestleMania 31, we're just going to jump into the one with Rusev. Yeah, yeah. Rusev is undefeated, comes in in a fucking tank and then loses. Yeah. I watched that with you. Yeah. Brady's house. Like it, it did. Shout out Greg Savage. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only good thing about that one is it led to the John Cena open challenge. Yeah. But, like, they didn't have to have Rusev lose for that to then happen. And, and that was before Handsome Rusev. He was still just weird hair. He, he was still Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Not even Bulgarian. Yeah, he, he was, was still Russian. Um, Man, I want to talk about all these now. Um, J- John Cena and Team WWE versus yeah, the Nexus? That is, yeah. like, oh, let's do that one. the most atrocious one. So, uh, who's on Team WWE? Uh, Cena. Edge, R-Truth, Chris Jericho, John Morrison, who I was watching a really blurry stream of this, and I thought it was AJ Styles half the time. The hair is silky. Um, yeah. Who else? Um, Bret Hart and Daniel Bryan. So Daniel Bryan had gotten fired from the company. Okay. and For the, choking a guy with a tie, right? Justin mm-hmm. Roberts. And then um, they brought him back because Miz was like, I'm not going to be on the team. And he's like, I guess I'll do it. And they're like, no, we don't need you, fucker. Um, Bret Hart was just there. Because he was there. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was the general manager of Raw at the time, from what I gathered. He was the U.S. champion. <laughs> um, and then Team Nexus was Wade Barrett. Oh, I'm sorry. Wade Barrett. I'm afraid I've got some. 
bad news. Um, David Otunga. Hey, it's me, <laughs> yeah. David Otunga. He's Slater. Uh, I got kids. Darren Young, and then people I have never fucking heard of before. Michael Tarver. Michael Tarver. Justin Gabriel and Skip Sheffield. Justin Gabriel is sick. Justin Gabriel is PJ Black from Ring of Honor. The Darewolf. The Darewolf. And what um, did he? What did he look like in that match? Lucha Underground. He was probably had like a scene haircut. Okay. And did flippy shit. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Skip Sheffield is Ryback. I knew he looked familiar. (laughs) Ryback. The whole time I was watching, it's me, the big guy. How didn't you know who I was? The Skip guy. Is that Ryback or is that just another big bald guy? It's me, the big guy. Feed Um, me, Skippy. The peanut butter boy. So this is what I gathered. <laughs> Cover me in peanut butter protein. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I gathered. Um, Nexus is the new guard trying to beat the old guys. Yes. Okay. Came in with literally like the hottest debut thing ever when they like destroyed the ring. That's insane because they <laughs> seemed like nobodies. So this watching, was... watching from the future. Yes. So this is what happened. The, these are all the rookies from NXT season one. Oh, okay, okay. And so they were having the finale, and like Wade Barrett wins, and then they all surrounded the ring during a CM Punk versus uh, John Cena match, mm-hmm. and they go and beat the shit out of him. Like where they're like, oh shit! They start tearing apart the ring. They're throwing everything around. Apparently, um, Skip Sheffield Ryback was uh, Ryan Reeves was throwing a little too much hands at Punk and Gallows, so Gallows started beating him up. For Hell reals. yeah. And he was like, no, we're supposed to win. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, they were, like, they literally got the boards out. Like, they all hit finishes on him. Brian choked the guy out with a tie. <laughs> but um, they came in very fucking hot. Hmm. Yeah. Um, was CM Punk, did he start the new Nexus? Do I, oh am I remembering that? Ready to get incorrect? into some convoluted storylines. Okay, never mind then. Oh, here we go. So the new Nexus was like Punk and Mason Ryan, but and then over on SmackDown Michael we had the Core also going at the same time, which was Wade Barrett and Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel. Oh, and okay, Ezekiel Jackson. It was the most bad in a bad way. NWO shit, and ever. it was the Core with two R's. Yeah, Sick. maybe it's uh, up there with one of the worst WWE shirts of all time. That and the Y two AJ one. Um, so this is what I have for this match. Um, Brett's very long black shorts are terrible. I, I love, love them. his fucking weird, like <laughs> trying to be cool dad jean shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and his hockey jersey. So this was right after Brian came back. You said this was when this he came was back. his uh, okay. his match. It was, it was a surprise. Oh yeah. Um. So at one point we get down to um, Brian and Cena against one person. Not one person. There should Two? be. There's like three. Yeah. Okay. Cena buries three people at the end of this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Miz comes in and hits Brian. Mm-hmm. Gets Brian then, out of it. And then it's just John Cena against, against everyone. Like three members of Nexus. Cena yeah. got DDT'd on a concrete fucking floor and then buried three people. <laughs> so apparently Edge and Jericho tried to talk Cena out of this. Yeah, this was like a last minute oh, change yeah. too. Like, like the, is this kayfabe or real? Re- this real. Is, this is real. This is a shoot, brother. In the back... In the back, like before, like this match happened, like it was supposed to be the Nexus going over, like establish this new hot, like, like group. Wade of Barrett people. should have been a fucking multiple time world champion. Yeah, like, he was so now, like, he was good. Fucking five six time world champion. Mm. He was good. He's handsome. He could fucking talk. He could now do it all. He could fucking do nothing? it all. 
I think he's trying to be an actor, Stu Stone. Okay. Yeah, he, Stu yeah, he kind of retired. Um, yeah. But like, and Cena decided to change the finish of the match. Oh. And he politicked and was like, no, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. And then Jericho and Edge tried to convince him, like, that was a bad idea. Like, yeah. And then after the match, he's like, well, you guys were right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fucking help anything, but no. like, thanks. Um, Think about how different the wrestling landscape would be if John Cena and Triple H were as mature as they are now. It wouldn't, no, it wouldn't work. Because, like, I mean, Triple H was a politicker, wasn't he? <laughs> he married the boss's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking tell he me. He never fully stopped being one. <laughs> but, like... He still is one now. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But, like, John Cena, I mean, maybe because he's fine, he puts people over all the time now. He he has learned. He has learned a lot. Well, not necessarily. He still got his shit over on Elias. That's true. That's good, mm. but did you want Elias to go over no, in that but situation? I'm but I'm but he put over AJ when, like, 10 years ago, Cena would not have put over AJ. Kevin Owens. He won the next two matches decisively. Mm. <laughs> um. Okay, whatever. I'm wrong. Um. Let's go. Especially, see, wrestling almost kind of needs that as a thing. Mm. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I like that Cena hasn't put over too many people because he's still special when he comes back. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, no offense to like the Bucks and Kenny, like wanted to like put, be team players. You know, maybe fucking make the Young Bucks the first fucking tag champs. Private Party shouldn't have won that match. Like, because you take out your best team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like your best fucking team and like your the- most over team in your company. They are so worried about seeming like they're the click. When they <laughs> should be the fucking click, like they, sh- and, but use it as your character. Like it doesn't have to be. Yeah, do what Cody does. Yeah. Give yourself the better entrances. <laughs> Give yourself the cool surprises. Wear all the suits. It will eventually be turn. H. You can eventually turn heel with it. Like it'll be so hard for them to turn heel, but eventually, after the show is established, and uh, people will get sick of it, and, and they start abandoning the record stuff. Yeah, just do it. Um, let's talk about uh, Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. This is where Yokozuna fell off the rope. This is which where one was, is this? this I is, didn't actually. Okay, so we only the one where um, only Yokozuna the fell of off the rope. That's at WrestleMania, right? That, that's a different one. So that's it. Okay. That's against Stone Cold Steve Austin in a like a uh, free for all that they did before. I think it was like Summer Slam of '96, and like he like falls off the ropes because like they said he's too fat, and this is them punishing him, and then he, like rolls him up. Um, this is WrestleMania nine. Oh, oh yep, wow. yep. Okay, yeah. In nineteen ninety three. Um, Bret Hart. So I I only watched the clips you sent. I didn't watch the match because this was like the end of it. Yes. Bret Hart gets pocket sand in his eye. Yep. He gets gets the uh, rice. Uh, the um, r- it was racist salt, as mm-hmm. Edge oh, Christian yeah. would put it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, and he gets salted in the eyes, and then loses against the winner of the Royal Rumble that year, Yokozuna. Um. It was apparently you know, he for a big guy, that motherfucker could move at that mm-hmm. time. He, he looked cool, honestly. He he started adding way too much weight later. But He's like over four hundred pounds eventually. Damn. Oh, he was over seven hundred pounds. Oh yeah. Was he? Was that just a WWE thing, or was he an ex sumo wrestler? He's, no, he's, he's related to the Rock. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's in the Anawai family. He, he is not Japanese. Oh, okay. Mr. Fuji confused me. No, that's, that's the whole gimmick. Yeah. But he, like at that time, he was probably about 350 to 400, mm. but could still move. He got to like five, six, seven hundred 700 pounds. Yeah. Couldn't move. But they have their match. It's whatever. WrestleMania 9 is one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. Hulk Hogan comes out. 
fucking Hulk Hogan comes out to be like, Brett, I got you, brother. So they and have an impromptu match. We talk about another Hulk Hogan match. I like this one more because it had his theme song. Real American's a fucking it's, banger. It is. I was so disappointed in the other one when it didn't it a, start playing. Was it Voodoo Child? Um, was it the Hendrix song or was it just the NWO It was song? when he was NWO, so I don't know. Oh, okay. It wasn't cool. It wasn't it, real it wasn't, American. It wasn't the Hendrix song. The Hendrix song is dope. It is. Me? It's just like, it's a it's a dope song. Voodoo Child is a sick song. I just, I hate Hogan using it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was dope when he would play the air guitar and then like when they said like chop you down at the edge of my hand and do the chop as a little kid. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, Hogan comes in. He's like, I'm going to defend your honor. And then like Fuji's like, we'll face you right here. And so he faces him for the title. Yeah. And Fuji throws pocket sand to Hogan and Hogan gets out of the way. Hogan is not a fucking jabroni ass Mark who just works himself into a shoot. Mm. And so then he fucking takes over and wins with the black eye. And yeah, that's, that's the, the black notes. eye, the black eye is so distracting. Also, he is so skinny here because he had gotten off, off steroids. Um, that was in my notes. What's wrong with his eye? There's so many different stories about it, but probably Bret Hart might've done it. Hell yeah. I uh, other, so. uh, he, the, the official story was a jet ski accident. <laughs> Sick. Where he hit his eye on the handlebars. <laughs> That's so wrestling. Um, yeah. The other one was Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man. Yeah, there's all sorts of stories. Um, I really enjoyed Macho Man on commentary. Macho Man is fantastic. He, he hated it though, right? He he wanted he just thought he could wrestle more. He mm, wanted yeah. to wrestle still. He just he's so he was so fun to listen to. If they would have just let him keep wrestling like full time and also do that, then he would have been happy. Yeah. And he would have stayed. But all right, let's keep this Hogan train chugging along. Okay, so this is going to be Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety-eight. We're gonna we're gonna take a little veer off. We're gonna go to the previous year. Okay, Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety-seven. This is these the, are like the worst shows ever, right? No, actually, Halloween. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh God, two thousand yeah. nineteen ninety-nine to two thousand WCW. But Halloween Havoc aren't were they the worst shows? No. Okay. They're, they're, that's what that's they're, just what I've heard. That's I would, what people joke that's about where, the most. Um, 96 was Eddie Ray, the 10 minutes mm-hmm. of fucking greatness. I would say that I've watched a lot of like Wrestling With Regret reviews of old pay-per-views and shit, and um, Halloween Havoc seems to have more bad shows than some of their other big ones because they're like legendarily bad and also because there's like spooky gimmick matches that are bad that, okay, are, really gonna mem- that are memorable. I'm going to watch all of them. Okay, so 1997 is... The fucking clash of oh, it wasn't ninety seven. It was Starcade. My bad. What huh? Starcade ninety seven? Sorry, I'm derailing it, but still a Hogan thing. Starcade ninety seven, not Halloween okay. Havoc. Um, so we're I'm a couple months off. Is the big fucking match Sting versus Hogan? My mom's favorite yep. wrestler, Sting. Yep, you yep, had yep. Sting, who hadn't who hadn't really been wrestling for over a year again. Up in the rafters for a year. He's been up in the rafters. Oh, he wasn't at TBN at this time. He not yet. He's uh he's been the one just systematically taking out the NWO. He's the only guy from WCW that has a chance to do anything. See that story's so cool to me. And like he's like mm-hmm. this is WCW. This is their guy, and it's him versus Hogan for the belt. Bret Hart is in the crowd, and it's like holy shit, Bret Hart's here from WWF. The month after the fucking screw job, uh, okay, okay, he is here, and the whole gimmick is. It was supposed to be a fast count on Sting. Bret Hart's supposed to jump the rail, tell Nick Patrick, no, dude, that was a fucking like, fast count, blah, blah, blah. And like the match was supposed to get restarted. Fucking regular count. 
Brett jumps it mm. because Hogan told him to do what he would tell brother. So therefore, it's like you know, Bret Hart still gets the match restarted, but for Hogan, nothing, he's, he he's just a whiner. He's yeah, just, he looks dumb. Sting loses the match. And this then, is when so he's like cool Sting, right? Yeah, like Crow Sting. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they restart, and then Sting wins and wins the title. But it's the most bullshit thing that Hogan's politicking. It killed Brett and Sting's title run. We need to do a deep dive on Sting. A man called Sting. Because I want to know the damn. transition between Server Sting and Crow Sting. Oh, it's actually really cool. We'll have to really say. And he tells WCW fans they can stick it. And sick. actually, Joker Sting in TNA is also actually pretty sick. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, we'll do a sting deep dive. I'll find that episode of TBN he was on. So my mom, my mom likes Sting because and then he was even on his debut Christian in WWE was that was really so fucking sick. dope. Like his like it was way too late. And remember like, when he was like when he was gonna fight uh, Seth and they were gonna have the Seth statue. Mm-hmm. They pull up the curtain and it's him. I was fucking badass too. Yeah, that was fucking cool. And then is that when Seth ended his career? That's where Seth fucking powerbombed him in hell. <laughs> okay, but that's for another he, episode. He skipped out on surgery because he's still holding out for the Taker match, by the way. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, uh, oh, sorry. How would you do that? It's an accident. Um, so Hogan versus Warrior, Halloween Havoc 98. Trying to relive the magic they had from WrestleMania 6 eight years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Many steroids ago. Hogan is offensively tan. <laughs> it is so bad at this point. Mm. He looks like a burnt hot dog. Yeah. Um, he uses a belt at some point. It's his weight belt. Yeah. Why wasn't he DQ'd? I don't know. WCW. Yeah. Um, why <laughs> haven't people been getting DQ'd in most AEW <laughs> matches? WCW. WCW. Um, he got <laughs> this was so confusing. A flaming piece of paper. So it's supposed Flash. to trying to be a fl- f- fireball. It's supposed to be so uh a fireball is something that Fucking Memphis made famous. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Lawler, Lawler has thrown thousands. But of he fireballs. did it right. Yeah, and so it's supposed to be a flash paper where it's like, yeah, you, you slide it. Whoosh. I've seen a Fantasio match. I know what magic is. And so it's supposed to just look like he's throwing a fireball. We couldn't light it. <laughs> you couldn't get the fucking lighter. He was fucking Joe Bluth. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but where did the lighter fluid come from? So he hits him in the nuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then is was that part of this whole thing? If or was it because the fire didn't work? Because the fire didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then Horace Hogan? That's his, his oh, illegitimate shit. step. I didn't son rewatch or this. It's his and shoot, I forgot how bad it's his shoot it is. nephew. Okay. Uh, come, he comes in with a chair. Uh Bischoff holds the ref. Yep. Um, so Horace could hit Warrior. And they had some beef or something in the past before this? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, so Hogan ends up. <laughs> that would make him. more sense. <laughs> um, and then pours lighter fluid all over over Warrior. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're asking these questions like there's an there's, there's no a reasonable a- answer. There's no answers to these. <laughs> I hate this. And so you think that's bad? <laughs> like there is worse. Um. Yeah, that was. And they didn't even follow through with lighting him on fire. Like you just wasted lighter fluid. Just, they didn't follow through with anything because, like, I'm, like the next couple weeks, Warrior's gone. Okay. Also, during this feud, Warrior showed up in a mirror that the camera that was watching Hogan could see. Like and Hogan could see, and Hogan could see, but like nobody wasn't, else, could he see wasn't him. real. No one else could see it. So the camera is seeing through Hogan's eyes, but also in third person of Hogan. And then also, Warrior mailed Hogan a, a Hogan head. I, That's a pretty sick gif, though, now. It is. I get why people 
love WCW. It's people who like stupid shit. No, actually, a lot of people that love WCW love Southern wrestling. Which has plenty of stupid shit in it, but this was like still like no one like this. This, this is, nobody like this, this. Helped kill the territory, brother. But this is why like there's that show devoted to watching the bad stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, is Hogan still next on your list? No, I just did we, did. oh did we not? I don't think we had Finger Poke of Doom on the list. And oh that's, no, that is literally the worst finish of all time. Yeah, let's talk about that. I didn't watch that. I've watched that, but I don't. I didn't rewatch it for this. Okay, so I don't. I have no idea what WCW pay per view is at, but it's Kevin Nash and Hogan, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's supposed to be this big, fucking like ti- WCW title match. Kevin Nash is the champion. Hogan comes out to challenge him. Um, he's in red and yellow, right? Yes. Like back to like baby. No, he was. He was. Just, it, it was. It was it, Wolfpack versus Hollywood, right? It was. It was red and yellow guy, but then he was. Uh, like he was there in all black. Yeah. He's and, so he's part of Hollywood. And NWO Hollywood. And this is on a Nitro, by the way. It's a very famous Nitro and a very famous Raw that happened that same night. Is this Butts and Seats? That's Butts and Seats, right? This is Butts and Seats. When Mick Foley won the title on Raw. Oh, and uh, Bischoff it was Tony announced Shav- it on TV. Tony Schiavone said, on the other show, Mick Foley's about to win the world championship. That'll, That'll put, put Butts in the seats. And like 250,000 people switched channels immediately. At that moment. A quarter to, of a million people to go watch Raw because they're guaranteed a title change mm. against and with somebody that they love. Yeah, so they yeah. these two come out act like they're gonna have a match, and then Hogan just pokes Kevin Nash in the chest, and he does a back bump, and then Hogan pins him, wins the title, and then the two celebrate together and re rejoin the two two parts of the NWO. <laughs> yep. So at this point, the NWO. Was separated. Yeah, Hollywood and Wolfpack. And the, <laughs> there's even a third, the B team. Mm, yeah. With Scott Norton and Stevie Ray. Was Wolfpack. And Vincent. Was put Wolfpack, Nash and Diesel. Nash and Diesel, the same person, but Nash oh. and Hall. Nash and, and Hall. And Sting. And Razor Ramon. That's yeah. Scott Hall, I know. <laughs> um, then we're just going to continue on this Hogan train because okay. a lot of bad finishes. There's so involved. many. Oh, that's not surprising. So in August of the same year, 1999, you have what's called Bash at the Beach. Yeah. I've heard these are bad too. It was, the 96 one was so sick because that's when the um, NWO formed. Mm. Okay. But this one right here is very infamous because you have Jeff Jarrett going up against Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. And so... Before the match starts, Vince Russo's coming down to the ring, who's the writer at the yeah, time. Yeah. But on and on screen as the writer. The writer. <laughs> he is creative on screen. God. Jeff Jarrett gets in the ring and, and Hogan comes out and like they had Hogan was supposed to win, then go away for a while, and then like he, Hogan was supposed to win. He didn't want to lose. He didn't want to do the job. And they're trying to say, Oh my God, like whatever. Like he's gonna win. Jeff Jarrett didn't want to do it, but he was going to Russo's like, no, that's not the story we want to fucking do. So Hogan has creative control. At the end of the day, in his contract, he negotiated. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not losing. doesn't work for me, brother. So they're supposed to do this weird storyline where Hogan's supposed to just beat, like, it's supposed to just pin Jarrett, and Jarrett's just going to lay down for him. There's a big clash. Hogan goes away, then comes back, and he's like, I'm the real world champion. And then he's going to fight Jarrett or whoever. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to unify the titles. 
So they do this. Jared just lays down. Hogan's like, what the hell's this shit? Pins him, takes the belt, and then gets on the mic and says, this is why the company's in the goddamn shape that is because you pull shit like this. Damn. Vince Russo then, after Hogan leaves the building, comes back out and says, you're never going to see that big, bald son of a bitch again. Then explains to everybody that this is a work. Hogan didn't want to lose. <laughs> yeah. And also, Hogan threw the championship belt, like, just got rid of it. Yeah. Right. And that um, he said that he he goes to that job for the fight for the Booker T's and the Jeff Jarrett's and the people who there to wrestle and not for Hulk Hogan and just buried him and said he's like a a fucking asshole and he's full of shit this and all this and just buried Hogan. Wasn't supposed to happen. Hogan actually sued WCW and won because of it. Mm -hmm. But that happened during their pay-per-view. Jesus. That entire thing happened during the show. Yeah. And the the guy like the commentary team was Shivani, Mark Madden, and none of them knew what the fuck was happening. And they're just staring at the camera and they're like, we don't know what's going on. That's not on our format sheets. We don't know. They what's said the happening. word like format sheets, like on TV, like. And then they just kept trying to go on with the show. That's wild. Yeah, it's so bonkers. And uh, what other ones you got on the list there? Um, I'll, I'm I'll gonna, stop with this Hogan tree. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Twitter because I think we'll talk about the most important one at the end. Okay, so um, when when you're loading up on Twitter. This one's really quick. Dustin Rhodes versus Terry Funk, uncensored, 2000. Yeah, I didn't end up watching this. I was. It was sick great. Of it. So. Um, Terry Funk comes out with a chicken and says that it's Dustin's brother because he's a chicken and <laughs> his whole family's a chicken. Dusty Rhodes, you big, fat, fucking, egg-sucking dog fuck. Man, I should have watched this one. <laughs> Terry Funk's the best. Terry Funk is and so And so it's a bull rope match. And then in the middle of the match, Terry Funk just gets on the match. It's not a bull rope match. It's just a no disqualification match. Oh. And in the middle of the match, gets on the mic and just changes the match. Yeah. Here's the, and uh, it's not like it's a bad finish. It's just hilarious. And um, Funk's like a like a hardcore legend, right? He's just a legend yeah, he's in wrestling. A legend in general. Okay. Here's another quick one before we get to Twitter because I thought of one that we didn't uh, include. But in WCW, once there was a thing called a San Francisco 49ers match. <laughs> Um, which was four boxes. There were in San Francisco. I have no idea what 49ers had to do with it. Um, there were four boxes suspended above the ring, one above each corner. And one of them had the WCW world title in it. This just sounds like a Mario party mini game. It basically was the other ones just had like rant. One had a picture of Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Didn't one have Viagra in it? No, that, no, that was, was a Viagra, Viagra on a pole match. That was Viagra on a pole match. But like, God, I want to watch WCW. Blow up doll was in one though. Sick. Um, and when Booker T went to go take the box down that had the title in it, it just broke off, and the title just fell out and fell down to the floor. (laughs) And he had to go retrieve it and be like, "Yeah, I won the championship." (laughs) They also had a pinata in the pole match once. Hmm, sounds racist. It was. It was. (laughs) Was it? Eddie and Ray? No, it was all the luchadors. And then you had Ed Farrar as Oklahoma, which was them parroting Jim Ross. Uh, his fucking Bell's palsy and all. Mm. Yep. Mm. With one of Jim Ross's shoot best friends, like right next to him. Um. So Jimmy Bowman uh, mentioned the Halloween Havoc Hogan Fireball. Fuck yeah. Um, and also uh, Goldberg slash DP. Is that Dallas? Diamond Dallas Page? Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page. DP. Yeah. Uh, headliner? 
Oh, is he talking? Oh, that, that, that was a, no, that was Halloween a great, Havoc? that was a great match. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. That was Goldberg's best match ever. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It says say cut out before the really good. That's yes. right. Okay. Okay. Yep. So yeah. because that match went long and they fucked up everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. the pay per view feed cut out before they got that match. Damn. Yeah. Um, and then this is this is one I didn't forget about. Now I, I forgot about and I watched it. Uh, Logan Kenny won on Twitter. Um, Oscar getting beat because James Ellsworth popped up in her rope. Oh shit! Uh, that was real bad. Um, that was pretty bad. Uh, Nakamura Styles double DQ due to simultaneous dick punching. That was bad. I thought that was kind of funny. It was kind of like, funny, but there's a lot worse in the string of how many dick punch based like finishes that that feud had. I agree on that, but just like in the grand scheme of things, like with all the shit we've talked about. It's all on the list. Yeah, <laughs> that one's somewhat reasonable compared to some. It this really one? is. It's because I'm thinking about all these WCW ones that are all flooding back in. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Um, this is one I want Zach to explain yeah, to me. Um, I, yeah. What is it? It is. It's Osprey versus um Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. Their their blow off in progress. That's a like 48 minute match. Um, I don't entirely disagree, but. I, I'm not. I don't think that the finish is as bad as Logan does, but I understand. The, so it, it you is, said it's funny bad. It's so it's a two out of three falls match, and then and it's like 47 minutes long. It's brutal. Like they're burning hammers on the chairs and shit. And, oh yeah. Um, I didn't rewatch it, but um, from what I remember, it, it, this match ended up just setting up Jimmy versus Paul Robinson at Wem- that their big Wembley show. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Paul Robinson was the special guest ref and he ends up turning on Jimmy to help Osprey win mm-hmm. basically. And so like for what this huge match was like to have then like for it, being their blow off. Yeah. And for how huge that feud was and stuff like I get it. Like it, it the Paul Robinson match that he like with Jimmy was sick. So it like set up something good at least. But yeah, for like 48 minute long match to then end with the ref turning on one of the people in it kind of. Kind of deflating. Yeah. The ECW, this is from Brady, ECW, December to Dismember, uh, 06, the uh, Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this one. Is that the Punk? Where Punk was supposed to beat Big Show? Yeah, where mm-hmm. Heyman's like, you haven't beat Big Show, and you haven't beat Lashley. Well, it, it Punk lost. Sabu never got into the match. Um, It was just awful. Big Show versus Lashley, and Lashley wins. <laughs> um, and then also, this one's from Walter, the Rumble where Roman Reigns won. <laughs> he got the rock booed. Mm-hmm. That did. one isn't as much of a dumb finish. as like It's bad a dumb decision. finish. It's a bad decision. Yeah. I think maybe we could have uh, opened up the criteria a little bit for that one. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're trying to push, and they fucking just did it. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's a one I just thought of from that same era, the Undertaker match where he tapped out. The um, the ref fucking rings the bell, but he had already tapped out once. But the, the ref didn't see it. The bell ringer rings the bell. Brock lets go. Then he hits him with a dick kick. Then puts him on the Hell's Gate, and then he flips him off, and then Taker wins. What mm-hmm. the fuck was that? What? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Was Brock's not supposed to win that? No, Brock uh, Taker won it, and Brock. Like they just wanted to protect Brock so much that they like did like a million different things to Ooh. make sure that Taker would win, but Brock looked strong. Who booked that finish AEW? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the big boy. 
Uh, Triple H versus Booker T, WrestleMania 19. This is your favorite Mania, right? This is my favorite Mania. Okay. This, this is, this is again, like, a, a poor decision and even worse, like, production of the match. Yeah. yeah. Like, this this match is good. Like, it is a solid match, like, mm-hmm. you know, between these two. Like, they had pretty good chemistry no, and shit. But, like, uh, I had a dude again. Uh, still beat him. Like, from a standpoint of, like, the feud, the feud is built well and stuff, like... All of this stuff was built so well if Booker T won. Yeah. And it's not just like it's not just the decision to have Booker T lose. It is fucking how Triple H buried Booker T yeah. in the finish of the match. Too. So like I watched the video package. He even did the fucking like Harlem hangover on it. Mm-hmm. He never does that. I watched I that. I watched the video package and now I just have a lot of questions with Booker T. Did he actually go to prison? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a real thing. Okay. Like um and was Triple H a heel in going into this match or was he oh, the yeah. good guy? Oh yeah, he okay. was a heel. Okay, that's good. He had been um, uh, he had that title because Eric Bischoff gave it to him. Okay, when they reactivated the title. They didn't have a match to decide it. Eric Bischoff gave him the belt. Okay. Um and yeah, he called him a common street thug. Yep. Um, somebody like you doesn't get to be a champion. And that same promo mentioned nappy hair. Yep. Oh, uh, WCW was a joke. So fair. Ba- <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um but also that is the WCW belt they're fighting for. It's also fair. Oh. Um another this is just a random thing. I didn't recognize Ric Flair. Looks so much different there. <laughs> yeah. Um commentary says Triple H is good because he's never been arrested. He's a good boy. Um well that was all Lawler. JR said that uh he already paid the price that No. That Booker T already paid the price. He's deserving of the championship. I mean, Lawler was a heel at that point. Yeah, yeah. He, he was still in his heel mode. Okay, modes. okay, that makes sense. He was just like, but then like, when you it, don't want your kids looking up to a to a, a felon. But then the stoop to that level, and then have it this end how it did. How many times has Lawler been arrested oh. <laughs> for for what for wit for which thing and with with you know people of what age? Fourteen and a ninety four. Um, so yeah, explain the finish of this match because so, I didn't write that down. Like one, like I don't, I didn't rewatch it. It's too hard to rewatch. But like Triple H, kicked, he kicked out of the 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 Booker T's finisher, right? Like so he kicked out of the bookend, kicked out of the scissor kick, kicked out of the thing. At the time, he called it the Houston Hangover. Yeah. So his fucking front flip leg dropped from the top rope, which is okay. so sick. A man that size doing that. Um, he kicked out of every one of his finishers, and then Triple H hit one pedigree. Mm-hmm. And then took more than twenty seconds to crawl across the ring yep. and cover Booker. Yep. yep. And then Booker still fucking lost. Yeah. And he politicked to win that because it was actually booked initially for Booker T to win. This was going to be his big story arc and make him a big star. Yeah. Would have made sense. Instead, he then joined the NW. No, <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it is. It is like it is so abysmal on so many levels. Like the racist build to it. It was shitty, but you know, if a heel does that and then loses, and it's like an inspiring story, like it's more. It's a, it's a redemption story. There's a redemption. It's like you know what this guy is a piece of shit Triple H, and he's this, and he's saying that you know he somebody that's been in trouble like this, and like he's just a fucking thug, and then he's like, no, I'm the fucking champion now, and he wins. It's super inspiring to somebody that's maybe. Yeah. Who's been through anything like that or lived a hard life? And like, you know what? Fucking Booker did it. I'm gonna do this yeah. too. Yeah. And like the whole thing with Booker, he was five time, five time, five time, five time, five time WCW champion. Nice. 
And like that was the whole thing. And it was like, I'm going to get that belt back. That was the WCW championship. It's this been brought here. This is mine. Mm-hmm. And then like he didn't get it. And then this was 2003. He King Booker didn't wasn't till what, 2008? And that's when he finally won another world championship. Damn. Like, his whole thing was, I'm a five-time champion. And then, like, he didn't win it again for another five years. Jesus. Um, And I would argue that Triple H was the worst influence on children. How many kids got detention because they did the suck it to their teachers? Me. Just kidding. (laughs) I didn't at that time. I mean, that's a very common story you hear from wrestlers. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so sometimes wrestling is bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say about that. Um, let's roll for next week. Okay. It's just between me and Isai. Yeah. I kind of like this one where we just kind of like... So it's me. It's a 19. <laughs> See if I can roll that nat 20. Nope, I got 14. It's all Isai. Right. Still both very high rolls. Yeah. I mean, what's our, what's our modifiers? What are we rolling for? Like charisma? Intelligence? Um... Swag. swag oh fuck I all right negative um, four modifier on that <laughs> i don't know that shirt's pretty good it is a monami toyota shirt but i didn't i got it from jenna so somehow i mean you're wearing it true fair enough all right so we're gonna talk thanks, about jenna. um yeah thanks jenna you're the best which is shout out jenna <laughs> the fucking packers mom bought a second to the fucking lambo field bears versus packers hell yeah Fuck, I'm excited. I'm going to die. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I said her family's going to watch me weep like a Have you ever baby. watched the Packers? Not, oh. not live and not at what? Lambeau Field. Don't, don't, don't mm-hmm. cry at Lambeau. It will freeze to your face Not live die. at Lambeau Field against their biggest rival. Oh, yeah. I know all about the Bears rival because of work. We are going to talk about, because that StarCast panel that Cole Cabana is host, hosting, it's about jobbers. Okay. About good hands. Okay. We're going to talk next week about jobbers and also the evolution of jobbers and what they are now. Okay. I like that idea. Oh, yeah. So I will talk about SD Jones. SD fucking Jones. Like, is there a difference between jobbers and enhancement talent? Same thing. Okay. Okay. It's like wrestling and sports entertainment. Okay. Um, Well, yeah. That's the episode. Suck your own. Talking to you for way too long. Real quick, um, go to fanbyte.com and find the article. My ass. To Walk a Mile in Dave Meltzer's Sosthenes. Uh, Kath Barbadoro, um, also from WrestleSplania, mentioned earlier. Um, she's not on it anymore. Did a very, very good article just about Dave Meltzer's fashion and just Dave Meltzer in general and how much she loves him and also dislikes him. It's kind of like how everyone feels about him. Like He's very smart, but he's so fucking weird. I explained this to Nello yesterday. I said Dave Meltzer talks about Vince McMahon being in a bubble, but his bubble is right next to his. Mm-hmm. And I said Dave's bubble is going to be bigger than Vince's. Yeah. But And he also surrounds himself with people that aren't in his bubble, unlike Vince. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Homeboy does at least three shows a week, if not mm-hmm. four or five, writes a newsletter and reports on um, the news and gets scoops. And then watches every single thing. Mm-hmm. So, motherfucker's gonna be weird. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a kind of a sad moment in here where she just talks about how he loves this business so much, but he'll never actually be a part of it because of how like outs like 
because of the role he's made for himself, and it's kind of it's kind of sad. Um, I disagree with that because he's he's so in, he's so in the business because he is a, like he created like almost like this wrestling journalism outside yeah, yeah, yeah. of mm. kayfabe on like Bill Apter. I, yeah. I I don't like I don't know if he's ever talked about her before or not, but like I wonder if he ever wanted to be a wrestler. Like, did he actually he's want to jacked? Be he said he yeah. never he never wanted to do anything in like in wrestling. Like, so weird. Like, like I I kind of I get that. Like I have like read and like seen like really really great like music journalists and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that don't play music like and i i can understand that like i'm not that way but yeah yeah. um i i can kind of get that yeah um just check it out if you want it's a good read um and russell boys 316 says i've always wanted to be a sexy dinosaur no we don't I do. No, we don't. It's still my Twitter bio from whenever I spent that years ago. Who'd you say it to? You. Oh. No one will survive.